1: Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Maranci. It's a Monday, and while all you uh, suckers... I hate Monday and love uh, Fridays. I love uh, Monday. Monday's the best day of the week. (laughs) Best day of the week. Back to work. Back to (laughs) reality. Wake up. Party and barbecues are over, suckers. Suckers. God bless. Uh, You know, I should, you know, T-G-I-M. T-G-I-M. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard that that one before. No, no, never. Just like you've never heard Jimmy the Bag on the show here before. (laughs) Cam just laughs anytime he hears the name Jimmy the Bag
2: <laughs> Jimmy the bag
1: and I figured it's time to uh it's time Bring to connect them. with some of the cast of characters uh, that we throw down with in Costa Rica Jimmy the Bag Low Shack.
3: Low Low-shack. <laughs> shack's great he looks like uh I don't even know what to say kind of like a drug a drug dealer. He's got that mustache going like uh, a shady character
1: that you'd see oh yeah that's a good uh it's a very good question. what does Low shack look like? I don't know. Sort of like Carlos Santana in the 70s, but speaking of which, a gr- great uh, national anthem last night uh, by Carlos Santana, but the glaring bald spot was freaking me out. He needs some GLH. Yeah, you know, exactly. You get that spray, that spray paint stuff. Great, great looking hair. The thing is, too, I said after, I said, why didn't he just wear like his fedora or something like that? And they said, well, it's a national anthem, but you can wear a hat if you're performing Forming. the anthem. That's right. I even see military dudes do it all the time. Oh, for sure. You know, they're playing the trumpet or whatever. Yeah, they, they wear have their it. military hat. Yeah, yeah. If you're performing, Slash didn't take his hat off. He never takes it off. And nobody is more patriotic than Slash. <laughs> I'm Gabriel Maranci. He is uh, Cam Stewart. Um, so, as I mentioned, we've got Jimmy the Bag. Jimmy the Bag, uh, SPRs. Jimmy the Bag will join us from Costa Rica. You know, they're excited about the World Cup uh, that's rapidly approaching in Uh, Costa Rica. Uh, Jimmy is a degenerate gambler, uh, though he loves to throw it down, so we'll talk NBA Finals, Stanley Cup. Of course, we've got Game 4 tonight. Um, I think the real question uh, though that everybody's asking tonight, not is if uh, who's going to win this game tonight, Cam, but if uh, Pat Sajak's going to buy (laughs) another foul tonight before the
3: game. I don't know who's in charge in uh, Washington there, but they have a meeting and go, I got a great idea. We'll bring back Sting in one of his tight her T-shirts with the well, always going to, He always wears those T-shirts too well, he with the to vertical stripes. He likes stripes. to look ripped. Horizontal, oh, yeah, I know, yeah, he's, uh, yeah okay, yeah, he's oh, he's in good shape for an old guy. And then Shaggy. I'm like, okay, Sting and Shaggy, they're doing, like, light reggae beats before, like, the game, and then they throw in 13-year ticket holder, Pat Sajak. 13 years. And I'm like, wow, this was just, like, yeah, 13 years, who cares? Damn, they've been in existence for 44 years. Yeah, I years.
1: know, like, what's, what's the when deal? When I heard, and now to drop the puck, long-time season ticket holder, I thought, oh, this will be cool. They're going to roll out some, some old, old lady. Guy. <laughs> you know, some old lady that's been a season ticket holder since, ah, since 1974. I never missed a game. No, no, long-time season ticket holder for 13 years. Until like since I was an L.A. King fan post Gretzky era, exactly. I moved here. Like uh, seriously, you know. i got to tell Thing you, is, they won the game with Pat Sajak, but you know, Vanna White would be all right.
3: <laughs> Vanna White's hot. Yeah, she should at least come out with him. Like if he's gonna yeah. do something, you bring her. You're a team. Pat Sajak. And then, like I don't know Washington. State. He
1: reads. He reads I the know. lineup off a sheet of paper. Oh, I know. Got a piece of paper. Like the worst was the start. I like, "What's this guy doing?" And he's cracking jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's customary for visiting uh, for the visiting team to get booed. Everybody, <laughs> boo! <laughs> I'm thinking, "Wow, man, this is this so is awesome. your pregame show." <laughs> so, a uh, word on the street is tonight they've got a new artist performing. though. Sting, uh, Sting's one night only. Ken. thank God. Yeah, well, I, I don't under, know. I didn't understand. Like Sting, Sting, Sting and Shaggy, I think uh, are more enjoyable than tonight's act that they're they've got outside in Washington. Who is it? Fallout, uh, boy. Oh, God. 1994 called. What, what, like, what are they doing in Washington? Like, that's the thing. I don't, I don't understand. You know, Vegas had a cooler party on Saturday night in Vegas than they did yeah, in Washington. Exactly. Like, they just had a little John again I'm, and a bunch of hot chicks like Vegas cheerleaders <laughs> dancing. It's not rocket science, I this know. stuff. Like, I don't know. Why, why, why? Like... Well, I haven't I seen say, I, I haven't I, seen people uh, party on the streets of Washington D.C. like that since they killed Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was, was thinking I was in Nashville. No, I was, I was thinking, in Nashville. For I that. was I was thinking I was watching. I'm like, man, you don't see people like they were like you saw the like the famous Washington monuments. They're outside of Smithsonian, and you see the Capitol Hill and stuff. There's all these caps fans partying. Ooh, they're going crazy on the street. I'm thinking, I never really seen anybody party in Washington before. No, they won the the Super Bowls many
3: years ago. Still wasn't much of a party. I'm not. Th- I, I don't. I don't remember people in Washington partying. Well, I can tell you they had thing. parades and stuff. When I was when I was uh, I when I was in uh, when Bin Laden died, I was in Nashville. Everyone got free shots the night he died. I, I, I'm like, this is insane. Guy gets on the mic. Bin Laden's dead. Free rounds. Okay, that's what they do. It was insane. Good time to be there. <laughs> <That was> a- <laughs> free drinks. They also had ping pong tables in the bars, which I really enjoy. It's, uh, it's <laughs> one of those things that you don't get very often. That's It's it's fun to play ping pong. Like, nobody, no, no bars around here have ping pong. Because people would bash each other's face in with the paddles.
1: I guess. Yeah, that's why. But they didn't in Nashville, people. Because they're more civil in the South. <laughs> <laughs> Unless when it comes to college football. Mm. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't give people, like, ping pong paddles here. First off, people would throw them at each other. They would steal them.
3: Yeah, good point. I, I was thinking more theft. They would, like, lose yeah, yeah, the yeah.
1: ping pong balls right away. That's
3: Yeah, that, that, that's true. You can't ping tr- pong balls aren't cheap. You can't trust people on the East Coast with anything.
1: <laughs> like, like, honestly, like, you can't, you know, you just can't, Cam. <laughs> you just can't. All right, so uh, Jake Seeley's going to join us. Jimmy the Bag is going to step up and end uh, Jake Seeley. Uh, will join us as well. We'll talk some NFL football, NFL football from a gaming and uh, from a fantasy perspective. It will be nice to talk some NFL uh, football. We've got a, a massive slate of Major League Baseball games tonight.
3: What do you got, five? Uh, there's four. It's, I think there's five. There's five or maybe Yeah, I think four. there's five. I think because at uh, Yankees game, you got, uh, yeah, game two, one, two, three, four. No, yeah, you're right. Four. Four. Yeah, there's oh, five boy. games
1: as a whole today. Oh,
3: God. Four.
1: And one of them's is a doubleheader. So right, I don't. Know. Yeah, Yankees and Tigers game yeah, too. Yeah, but I don't know what they're going to do with the lineup now, Cam. It makes it even more yeah, crazy because they just played a damn day game.
3: Great point. Yeah, you don't even know. And I can't going put
1: my lineup together live here. Like you know, I had to do this already, so I have a bunch of Yankees. I got to. We're not going to know, guys. It's going to be a pain in the ass. You're almost
3: better off avoiding them. But maybe some Angels tonight with uh, Tropiano. He's been giving you good uh, luck before. Tropiano is Duffy. one of my Duffy. pitchers tonight. Uh, a team that's playing really, really well. that's kind of flying under the radar. The Padres, like they were down to Cincinnati, big grand slam by a pitch hitter, and they just, they're they are winning. games. Tyson Ross was on the hill yesterday, but there's no way in hell I'm betting on him with Clayton Richard. Richard, yeah. Braves I, on I the like road. The, I like the Braves. I like the Braves uh, in that spot. Arizona versus San Francisco. Oh, Holland, yikes.
1: So we've got, uh, we've got game four uh, tonight of the Stanley Cup uh, finals, a must win situation uh for the las vegas golden knights well
3: must win i guess technically it's not technically no, a it's must not win. a must win but it's you a go down, better win yeah you go down three to one to washington they could taste it i don't i'm not just gonna bet vegas because they're down in this series i like what i saw to washington in the last game i i, I simply think they're a better team
1: before the series started i said washington and six i'll stick to it i believe that yeah, uh washington exactly wins again tonight they go back to vegas on Wednesday, I believe it'll be, and uh, they lose that game, and then they go back uh, to Washington in Game Six and uh, win the Stanley
3: Cup. Couldn't agree more. Caps in Six, baby, and uh, you. Or they choke
1: in Game Six, and uh, we have
3: a very they're dramatic
1: Game Seven in Las Vegas, Nevada.
3: The NHL would like that. Tickets will go for like thirteen thousand dollars a piece. An interesting theory you're bringing up there, Marente. Interesting. Vegas aren't done yet. No, they're not. I just like to, I think Washington's better. I think they're better in all areas. Reality
1: is starting to catch up a little bit is. to Las Vegas. They
3: don't have that swagger that they used to have. Uh the team speed against the caps, uh, there there's been a lot of holes. Uh Washington Magic, are damn good. Yeah, no, Washington they're fantastic. They're they're bringing well, a Holpe deep. Hopey's been great. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was that was a horrible mistake that he made. Yeah,
3: but that was only one mistake. Yeah,
1: but he, he, he played great for the rest of the I've game. I've been mentioning this often that Marc-Andre Fleury as great as he's played, Cam. He had a 945 save percentage. That's like next to impossible. Like the level, yeah. it's sort of like throwing for 400 yards every game. Like the the margin of error that Vegas had wasn't big. Like Marc-Andre Fleury stole that series against the Winnipeg Jets for them. Damn right. And even some uh, aspects against the Sharks. And it, the Kings too. They won four games. I think they were more dominant against the Sharks. They were lucky to beat the Kings. Not lucky, but they beat the Kings four times in a one row goal. by one goal. Yeah. And they got, the Kings got screwed over by the refs. Remember, there was a couple of disallowed goals. Dowdy got suspended. Dowdy got suspended. You know, a lot of stuff went their way. And that now, you know, the hockey gods and the the puck bouncing cam, it's just not going their way uh, right now. The fact of the matter is, their best players are starting to fade a little bit right now. Like Carlson. Carlson was a killer earlier in the playoffs. Where's he been in the finals? Yeah, he's been a ghost in the last Where's couple games.
3: Been? thing is, Washington. He didn't have a shot on goal cam the other nope. night. Washington's playing a, a great system, too. When they have uh, a power play, they see what Fleury's doing. And Fleury, one of the best things that he does was he anticipates. He's uh, in a spot before you get there. Now they're playing his over-aggressiveness against him, and things are starting to really work out. They, they look absolutely lethal with special teams uh, on the power play. Everybody
1: talked about Las Vegas' depth all the time. Uh, how about this? The Las Vegas Golden Knights' uh, third line, Eric Holla, David Perron, and James Neal. A combined nothing. minus nine. Yep, they've done nothing. A plus minus uh, the other night. Halla had uh, two shots on goal. It was the only shots that the entire line had. Carlson has disappeared uh, right now. You know, they're just sort of falling apart. The only guy that's been stepping up, actually, is this Thomas Nosek, dude. Nosek's awesome. Actually, yeah, yeah. I have him in my lineup tonight. Nice. I'm going to share. I have a hockey lineup uh, of you guys. Well, what am I going to do? There's four baseball That's games. right. You got to put some together. And you're leaving to go sell pizza.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's what I do on Mondays and Fridays. Got to sell more, Maranci.
1: Uh, me, me and Cam <laughs> will be on location tomorrow from the yes. ice cream shop, the New York Yankees. The uh, New York Yankees are taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. And uh, me and Cam uh, will be down at an ice cream shop um,
3: uh, before before the baseball yeah, game. Yeah, we're doing the show from... Uh, if Ford you're going to, to the game, come yeah, by and have an ice cream yeah, cone. I agree. If you're coming down before the game, we're doing the show from uh, 4 to 7 Eastern. And then uh, after the game, Marancy, do your show. And then we're doing some meet and greets. Hopefully people drop by after the ball game and uh, we'll have some fun. It's going to be great. Love the coffee shop. Will we have
1: fun? We will. <laughs> will
4: we'll we? We'll
1: have fun... Uh, <laughs> We'll have fun depending on whether uh, whether we win our bet or not with that's, the Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Yankees. That's true. Yankees are playing a doubleheader right now, so it sets up nicely for the Blue Jays. But the Blue Jays blow;
3: they're horrible. <laughs> it's kind now of. I the thing is though that if there's one little bit of encouragement, uh, the, the pitching's been brutal, and Sanchez actually threw some nice cutters. And well, some, they exploded stuff. yesterday. Yeah. I was. And I, they got it, great pitching. I I took the Tigers. The Tigers were underdogs. Cam on. Um, the Tigers were underdogs
1: on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, they were a good bet. And they
3: won both games. I was on the Tigers those nights, nice, but I went back to the Blue Jays on Sunday. I was actually picking yeah, that Yeah, so,
1: so, I think that was a good idea going back there. Sundays are always, um, to me, Sundays are always tricky. And I woke up, I was a little hungover, so we got into the Sleeman. Ooh, Sleeman original. You know what? The Sleeman original is pure. We weren't hungover because that. You know what the yeah. mistake was? Vodka pop shop.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. How? Oh, the, you still haven't touched the liquors underneath? No, they no, no, there. no.
1: I didn't want to get hammered on Saturday, so uh, <laughs> I figured, you know what? And I haven't bought beer in a while. I drank beer on the road with Homicide, so I figured, you know what? I'll get some beer. So I got... Uh, well, the beer's not drinking. It's okay. I got a couple of cases of Sleeman, except after about seven or eight beers came, it really wasn't going anywhere. I just wasn't. That's what beer does. Beer kind of puts on the brakes. Yeah. I got a little buzz going. And then it yeah. just sort of. It's not going to get any better. I took like 17 pisses. I was just getting oh, tired. Welcome to welcome to beer. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll crack a couple of these vodka pop shops. Oh, here comes sugar. Oh, and it only took about two of them. Like <laughs> after the seven up. or eight beers, oh, two of those. Oh, then you suddenly you. I was all like, ooh. Are you two of those, kidding? man. Like, you're on
3: Saturn. Like those things, I don't know what's going on with what they put in those. But, but it's strong. They
1: really are poison. Like the sugar and everything. Like. The next day, like, if I just ranked the Sleeman, I would have been oh, fine. But I,
3: the next day, I just sort of had that sort of sugar stomach ache. Did
1: you have people over?
3: No. No, oh, you just just felt like it yourself. Nice. You deserve to take a treat again, you know? No, I, no,
1: no, I hosted, I uh, was doing a Saturday Night Premium podcast for the VIPs. Oh, from here? Yeah, yeah. We, we did an eight-hour marathon. Oh, my God. Yeah, Sonny Vega joined me for about <laughs> two hours. And uh, Sonny uh, Sunny nearly uh, burnt his house down. <laughs> As, uh, Sonny, listen, brother, I, I think you're probably tuning in right now. You've got to stop burning your, your clothes after you lose bets because, like Taylor Stevens said, you're going to end up walking around in brown panties soon. Like, you're going to have no clothes left. Either that or stop buying sports teams clothes yeah. and betting on them. Good point. Just wear your regular gear and bet on the team. Cause wear a T-shirt. Sunny Vegas is one of these dudes. It's like I'm going to put nine thousand dollars on a team, and I'm going to get the hat
3: and the the, the track suit, and I'm going to get the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and like I saw the he's, t- he's all decked out in Vegas gear. God, I, was, I felt bad because I really like Sunny too. I look at his ticket. He's got nine nine thousand dollars on the game. We're nickel and diming with the caps, right? I'm like, oh God, here we go. Yeah, I went five and zero. Oh, yeah, it was know, great. Yeah, game. it was awesome. Great, great game.
1: I hope to do Russ, it again
3: tonight. Are you going back to the well?
1: Yes, I am. Me I'm too. taking the Washington Capitals. I'm taking the under. I am am going i I'm, I'm, i don't know about the total. I'm taking no goal No goal in the first nine minutes and 30 seconds. Hmm. So now there's really no uh, no reason for people to uh, stay tuned into the show right now. We just told them what we like tonight. No, no. There's a few baseball games. <laughs> and we got Jimmy the Bag coming up. Uh, we'll ask Jimmy. We'll just sort of fire a lot of fastballs at uh, at Jimmy uh, here. Uh, Jimmy's a real, he's a good gambler, a uh, big degenerate to uh, play him and low shock, tear it up on a daily basis over at SBR. And uh, you know Jimmy is a Canadian dude that lives in Costa Rica now, so we'll get that perspective. And I uh, was going to be
3: your one of your destinations.
1: Yeah, I'll ask him if uh, what he if he's ever if he ever goes to the KFC that I went to. And I'm telling you, Cam, best KFC ever, the best Kentucky Fried Chicken in the world. I'm well, willing, maybe not the world. Maybe, willing, maybe in like Louisville. If Kentucky. you say the world, I'm willing to fly to Costa Rica to try. Well, there's better things to try in Costa Rica than the KFC. Let me tell you. Red Heat, Rage, Game Decisions continues. Jimmy the Bag, Jake Seely, Best Bats, Fantasy, Rage.
4: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app,
1: JP,
3: uh, I like the faith no more going yeah, to break. Exactly. Though. I like yeah, faith You Yeah, no You
1: said good expectations. Like, I believe it's JP working the board uh, here this afternoon. JP, just uh, stick to uh, stick to heavy stuff, all right? Just, let's not mix it up. No surprises, no curveballs. <laughs> let's just, uh, you know, let's just stick with what's worked for the last 16 and a half years. <laughs> Hard stuff. Yeah, like, uh, Throw like the heat. At the least heater. Florio's at least stop playing that stupid ska song. Uh, if you piss him off, he might play it again. No, I think he realizes that, like, yeah, I'm going like really to get him fired if he ever plays it again type thing. You hate that song. I don't mind the Rolling Stones. Like that Give, no, me, no, shelter give me Shelter is okay. Yeah, that's a winner. Give Me Shelter is all right. We'll send you a list of songs to play, actually. Maybe a little sticks later. Sticks, yeah. We'll go yeah, like nothing wrong and, with sticks. And, we'll go Andy Frost style, like old school rock. Like,
3: actually, uh, our shout out to Andy Frost the last psychedelic Sunday
1: yeah. a week ago.
3: Class act. Oh, he's amazing. All right, I believe uh, we've got
1: uh, Jimmy the Bag right now joining us from Costa Rica, man. This is um, you know joining us from uh, thousands of miles away hey. uh, right now. Hey. Yet I'm sure his cell phone connection will still be better than Babano's
3: uh, <laughs> in Hamilton.
1: Jimmy the Bag, what's up, Jimmy? Not too much, guys. Thank you for having me. Hey, good stuff. Thanks (laughs) Thanks for for coming on. So uh, I was just, uh, you know, I was telling Cam earlier that um, I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Last time I was in Costa Rica, I was on that strip uh, near the Holiday Inn, and you would have thought I was in Orlando. I was like, man, I want to get something local to eat, but I couldn't. It was like Wendy's, KFC, McDonald's. Uh, Japanese teriyaki. Oh, yeah. They're
3: hot. They're everywhere. Yeah, it's
1: like I'm going to get Japanese teriyaki <laughs> in Costa Rica. Exactly. Like I went to Costa Rica to get Japanese food, you know? But yeah, that not KFC, here, that KFC, dude, I'm telling you, that was the best freaking KFC I've ever had, uh, Jimmy. Like, and uh, Matty Ice told me after, he's like, yeah, yeah, you can't sell bad chicken in Costa Rica. You'll get shot. Like, they have high levels of standard for chicken there. That KFC rocks, man. Yeah, man, they, they
0: they pump all the chickens up with steroids, man. They're huge chicken wings down here.
1: <laughs> Turkey wings. So you're saying Oh, yeah. So so I know Jimmy, you're a big fan of of Cam Stewart and uh, you know Cam loves food, so tell us about the challenges of food there for you. Like for someone that uh doesn't like everything. So what do you eat down there? It's not easy, man. I don't I don't want to eat fucking rice and beans ever again.
0: Uh it's <laughs> it's a battle down here a constant battle you know what i don't eat kentucky fried chicken in canada but i eat it down here um it's uh it, and then the, the nice restaurants are really expensive it's a it's a never-ending battle uh eating down here it's uh, not <laughs> enjoyable the the pico meals right the typical pico meals that they saw everywhere i just i'm just not into man i just rice i just don't want any more fucking rice you know
3: Yeah, rice gets boring real quick. (laughs) I'm done done with it, too. Gabe Uh, was was showing me pictures there, Jimmy. Like, I couldn't believe that strip of, like, little road. And I looked down, and Gabe showed me the video of the Crocs. How do you deal with that? There, like I, I'm a guy. Like, I, I'm just walking around. Like if I, I was yeah, there's thinking, not, there's I was not crocodiles get, everywhere. There's no. not everywhere, but see, see, no, you're, no, say you're drunk gonna... and wandering.
1: Do they just stay in that one area? Yeah, there was a drunk dude no. that uh, wandered down into there, and uh, the guy tried to like take a bath in the water. Oh, not a good move. <laughs> what? Was the guy crazy? Yeah, they they couldn't find his body, but uh, the the crocs uh, left the head. Yeah, man,
3: it, it's just it's just
0: ignorance that does it. Like uh, we were in uh, we were in Tamarindo, and we were staying at a hotel called La Crocodile. And I still went right into the ocean. I was like, why is nobody around here? It's murky water. Um, no one's within 500 meters of me. And then people started screaming, get out of the water, get out of the water. And I, it's just ignorance. Like I just didn't I didn't notice the signs that says crocodile, don't go in. I, I didn't realize why this was the water was so murky and no one was swimming right. It's just stupid. It's just, uh, it's just idiot uh, North Americans just strolling down into the crocodile pit.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> stay away, stay away from the pit. All right, so Stanley Cup uh, tonight. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure every sports bar in uh, in San Jose, from Santa Ana to uh, San Jose, has the hockey games on. But um, Stanley Cup uh, continues tonight. Me and Cam have been riding the Capitals. Listen, I've been on the Capitals in all three games in this yep. series, and we're two and one doing it. I've had the under in all three games, and we're 2-1 uh, doing it. And I'm looking at it tonight, and I think we have another tight-checking, low-scoring game tonight. It's a critical game, this game, for both teams. Washington, they don't want to turn this into a best-of-three with uh, Vegas getting home ice. Vegas don't want to find themselves down 3-1. I think we're in for a tight-checking game. I like the under tonight. I like the Capitals. Have you and Low Shock been capping the Stanley Cup Finals? oh we've been capping it uh
0: heavy uh i i've hit the total on each game so far three for three on the totals uh hit the over game one and the under game two and three i'm on the under in game four uh i'm also on washington uh there's a bunch of different reasons but just from from the the hockey standpoint it was clear after game one what the golden knights were doing they were basically trying to hit the pads of Holpe to Holpe was handling rebounds so poorly that they were just throwing everything at the net and, and trying to keep that slot kind of open for offense. And then they were creating so much offense from behind the red line from behind the net. So in games two and three, it was clear what Trotty was doing. It was clear that they were just collapsing. They created that box and they would collapse. The Capitals would just collapse in front of the net, and, and the, the box was working, and it's timing, it's timing the Golden Knights, and, and, and it's going to work again. I, I don't. The, the way the Capitals are playing defensively, they're playing the kind of pseudo trap hockey that um, teams with less skill usually play, and the Capitals don't have less skill, but it's working. It's clearly working. I think it's going to be a low scoring game, and I like the Capitals.
3: Jimmy, the thing that I noticed, too, you bring up a great point, the special teams difference. When Vegas goes on the power play, they don't even look like they're on the power play. Washington's already attacking them. Conversely, when the Caps have the puck, ding, 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 it's like a pinball machine, and Vegas is always one step behind. The Capitals' power play is just significantly better looking, and uh, it's producing more. Vegas doesn't do anything with special teams right now.
0: Definitely, and it's. it's just, I really think it's just the advantage the Capitals have with John Carlson. Like with, with Golden Knights, you got a team of, of castoffs. You just, it's impossible to get that kind of high end talent. They were fortunate to get Marchessault, so, who is a high end offensive playmaker. But John Carlson is such a difference maker for these Capitals. He's he's an elite defenseman. He might be, you know, he's the top three or four defenseman in the league, and he changes. That power play, I mean, for top-end talent like Kuznetsov and Ovechkin, I mean, the Knights will never compete. And that's why when I was breaking down their roster all playoffs, I was like, I don't understand how this team will continue to move on. And yet they do. They defy the odds. They dig deep. And it's, it's, it's extremely special. And, and I've lost a lot of money fading the Golden Knights in the playoffs this year. And I'm starting to get a little bit of it back. And I was trying to figure out why I dislike what's happening with this Golden Knights team. I know they had this this huge tragedy to start the season, and why do I not want this Golden Knights team to win? It's because I'm born and raised in Vancouver, and we just finished our 47th season without winning a Stanley Cup. And I don't want these guys to come in and win a Stanley Cup in their first year. I don't want these fans to enjoy a Stanley Cup in their first year. It's not fair. And I know that life's not fair, but I just don't want to see them do this so easily when it's just been so hard for us in Vancouver.
3: I feel the exact same way. As a Leaf fan? Yes, yes, and I, I'm with Jimmy. Like Vancouver, they got close against Boston. I covered that Stanley Cup, and you get a sniff, and when you get there and you don't get it, it's just so heartbreaking. These jokers come in the league with this expansion draft, and they're in the Stanley Cup fight. It's ridiculous that they've even gone this far. It's nuts. It's nuts. They're on the verge of
1: losing. They're on the verge of losing. Yeah. I hope
0: they're on the verge of These fairy tales make me sick to my stomach. I, I can't begin to... Uh, I just, I'm so angry and that's why I mean they they don't deserve these fans don't deserve a Stanley Cup yeah I it's just it's absolute it's bullshit and and for me like when when Boston scored that first goal in game seven against the Canucks and Don Cherry came on like he'd just seen a ghost and he was like "Oh, oh this isn't good and then you know three goals later I see smoke rising from our city and that wasn't even as bad as with the Rangers man Linden scores two goals Lafayette hits the post I can still hear that post I well it's
1: just, I. It's just not fair. I have no been Don, Don Cherry in the Stanley Cup parade. It's funny because you figured Don Cherry would feel the same way, but Don Cherry hates Russians and Ovechkin so much. Yeah. He likes it better if Obi <laughs> doesn't have a cup because Don Cherry doesn't have a cup. So the Don, like <laughs> yeah. Don Cherry, looks like he's gonna cry. Like before the series started, he goes, "Well, he goes, I pick Vegas in six because I want them to win." And he goes, you know, I really want them to win. No. Like he emphasized it, like I really want
3: them to win. My f- my favorite part of Don Cherry this one. So all of a sudden, the guy goes on a tirade about gambling, right? So now that gambling's all uh, basically going to be all over the states. He shows a clip of LeBron James. He called he called the ball a puck, and then he basically, that was great. oh, it was unbelievable. And then he didn't know the score of the game, and then no, he was, was going to worry about sports gambling. Like, settle
1: down, Don. That was the best. Don Cherry <laughs> broke down the J.R. Smith play. <laughs> it was awesome. He's so like, I, I don't. He goes, I don't know, he's yeah, got was, he goes bad he bad goes, bad. he's gotta either shoot the puck, puck here or pass the puck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, he goes, ah, right. he goes, LeBron James, I mean help the guy out, huh? Like Yeah, Don Cherry's it breaking was, down basketball. It was awesome. He's like, You see here he's got the puck. He could've maybe won the game right. if he just shot it. And uh see, yeah, so he was trying to make a point of like with states legalizing gambling, who yeah. games are gonna be whatever. Come you on. You know what? Man. I saw a great tweet today actually out there. I saw a great tweet, and um, they were talking about the integrity fees from the sports leagues because of the gambling. And uh, he said, you know, the U.S. Mint doesn't want an integrity fee every time you flip a quarter." Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know know what I mean? For sure. It's insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, the integrity fee. You have no integrity. (laughs) We're supposed to pay you guys so so you can buy integrity uh, in the NBA? (laughs) So speaking of which, I could tell last night, and I jumped in on this in the end game, I wish I, I should have loaded up more, but I, I could tell a horror story later on the show with bad beats last night with props, but I went small with the props. But you can tell LeBron James is tapping out. You can see in yeah. his body. I could tell early in the game that he wasn't gonna do the fifty point thing. And he's making his teammates uncomfortable. I agree. It's a problem. And you know, the media thinks that, you know, it's all this and that. They can't win if LeBron's giving everyone a dirty look and yelling and freaking out all the time. And this is why I said, too, and it's true, It's why you don't see people running to play with LeBron James. You don't see a ton of stars say, you know what, I'll take less money to go play with LeBron in Cleveland. They don't do it. And it's not because of the city of Cleveland. It's because if if, if the Cavs win, then LeBron James is the greatest ever, and it doesn't matter if Kevin Love gets 21 and 13. And if they lose, then Kevin Love's a piece of shit. Yep. He's, he's garbage. Everyone else sucks, and oh, look at LeBron, give everyone a dirty look. Like LeBron, LeBron's not like he didn't even make eye contact. And after people are like, oh, LeBron stands up for Jr. Smith. Stand up for him. He wouldn't even make eye contact with him after. Like how the hell is Jr. Smith supposed to get on with his life and play well in the series if, if LeBron James doesn't make eye contact with him because he's so pissed? You know, Le- LeBron, you know, for part of a better word, is a bitch. He's a great player. He cries after every call. Now he's not getting a call, so he's pretty much going to take his ball and go home, Jimmy. I wouldn't be surprised if they get swept.
0: Yeah, it certainly looks that way, especially with Iguodala coming back for Game 3. I mean, when Kyrie Irving left last summer, it just told the story. It, it answered everybody's questions. LeBron ran right about a town. Yeah, yeah, uh, no question. And, and and LeBron's antics are, um, are difficult to watch. Just because he's incredible, he's absolutely unbelievable. Like if you remember him from like the 2013 finals, or or even, I mean, in that in that series against the Spurs, they they were just daring LeBron to shoot jumpers, and now he's hitting 30 foot fadeaways. It's it's. I still think that. The NBA is very lucky to have him. You know, he stays out of clubs. He's with his family. You know, they're still lucky to have him. But clearly his antics are are, are getting short with people. He just doesn't seem – and it's funny because he plays like a team player almost all the time. He's always passing the ball. He's always setting people up. He's playing good defense. But all of his his body language and all of his signs are so negative.
3: Yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. Like You bring up a great point, Marenzi. You're sitting there. These guys can't even look them in the eye anymore. Like They're almost scared to make a play because they think it's like the father. You disappointed me. Another miss. That's the whole problem with the situation. And you yeah, know, the, exactly one thing, right. the one thing is if you take taking Golden State and you have to lay the big number, you know when they're up a lot of points. LeBron's out and then they're going to cover because the scrubs are even worse than the regular guys. So
1: there's so much talk, uh, Jimmy, and our boy, a uh, big man on campus is convinced that LeBron's going to Philadelphia. And he's not going to go to Philadelphia. And I say he's not. But uh, guys out there right now, Fake Sports Center. Fake Sports Center is one. It's a great Twitter follow. And uh, they have a list here. Why we want LeBron James. L.A. Lakers. We're one superstar away. Philadelphia 76ers. Complete the process. Um, L.A. Clippers. So we aren't the shitty L.A. team. (laughs) 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 Toronto Raptors. So he stops beating us every year. Golden State Warriors. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? I think LeBron's going to end up on a Houston Rockets, uh, personally. But, listen, I said sweep. It'll be a different scenario. LeBron did get screwed last night. It's not often you see LeBron get tackled and get pushed to the floor and not a foul called. I know. I actually enjoyed watching it. I, d- I did, too. Yeah, it's like watching a Wicked Witch of the West get water poured on her. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid witch. <laughs> so <laughs> I like watching. I like watching that. But at home, you know LeBron's going to get the calls. Yes. Suddenly, they're going to throw LeBron a bone. The NBA is known for manipulating things. They don't want to sweep. Cavaliers are getting four and a half. What do you think, Jimmy? I, I haven't made a pick yet, so I'm not going to put you on the spot here yet either. We're still a couple of ways away from the game. But what do you think of the point spread here, four and a half, in game uh, game three? I'm shocked. I'm shocked that it's four and a
0: half. I, I don't. With Dollar coming back, I mean, what we saw from game one to game two was that. Steve Kerr made adjustments. And I do not have faith that Tyron Lue is going to make the adjustments necessary. Now, he knows his team obviously better than I do. But I tell you what I would do in game three is, is just use the script offensively that the Rockets gave you, just ISOs, ISOs, and, and take the full 24 seconds in the shot clock. And then don't start love. I don't see I, – I really think the only way to beat this team is to, to be able to defend them. And and I think that it has to be LeBron at the three, Jeff Green at the four, and Tristan Thompson at the five. That that's just the only thing. I mean, you with Grant Hill, you have a guy who's six foot three with a six eight wingspan. He helps defensively. J R Smith is always going to be a minus defensively, but having Kevin Love out there and going shot for shot with the Warriors, you're going to lose every time.
1: Jimmy the bag. All right, Jim, we've got about a minute uh, left here. If that. Uh, Cam's a big fan of Low-Shock and he's like, "Man, yeah. I don't even know how to describe Low-Shock. and say what he looks yeah. like." And I said, "I don't know. He kind of looks like Carlos Santana in the '70s <laughs> or something." Like, yeah, what's yeah, the best? What's 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 the best way to describe Low-Shock's look? Well, he, uh, the rumor is he lives in a treehouse. <laughs> a
2: treehouse.
1: <laughs> Jimmy the Bag and LoShack, check him out on the sportsbookreview.com YouTube page. Follow Jimmy, Jimmy the Bag, uh, on Twitter. Thanks, Jimmy. Hey, much love, you guys. Thank you for having me. Take it easy. Jimmy the Bag from Costa Rica. No, Jimmy was
3: from Vancouver.
1: Yeah, man. Ready and rage. Radio Game Time Decisions continues.
5: Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
1: Final countdown. countdown. Game four, Stanley Cup Finals.
5: Now, now, now.
1: Thanks to Jimmy the Bag for joining us. That was awesome. I like Jimmy the Bag. His Low Shock looks like he lives in a treehouse.
3: Yeah, I love treehouse.
1: I <laughs> uh, wish get Sonny Vega to call and you should yeah. give us a call, Sonny. I don't even know what the number is here. What for Sonny? eight 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 something.
3: Uh he gave one day I think I got his real number here. I just gotta check my uh I'm saying our number. Oh our number our number yeah, yeah.
1: why don't we give sunny vegas a uh, cell phone number out on the air
3: what's his number? What is his number? I'll find it. Let's see, I'll get it for you. Don't worry I got it right here.
1: I got his number here. It's six four seven I hate Las Vegas. <laughs> six four seven the night screwed sure me. Be. Yeah, that's that's what his number is. Yeah, you know we want to hear from you, Sonny. How you doing? A couple of days later, and um, you know, Sonny, yeah. I think it's time that uh, we take all lighters and matches away from you and stuff. He likes fire. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna, you're you're flammable, man. You're more flammable than a Krusty the Clown doll. Like uh, you're gonna burn. You're gonna burn your place down one of these nights. And word on the street is Sonny Vegas loading up on Las Vegas again tonight. No,
3: no, 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 no,
1: no. Yeah, but the thing is, no. Yeah, but I told him like the no. other night. He doesn't have a choice. Yes. He either bets Las Vegas or he doesn't bet the game. That's the only way to go. You've been in the same road. If you just lost $9,000 on a team and they're playing two nights later, you're going to bet against them and then they win?
3: Yeah, it's a bad, know what it
1: is. That's Bellevue Mental Institution oh, hey, checking yeah, time. You're, you're right, it's it's very close to straight at times. That's like hard, that's like bad Lieutenant Harvey Keitel, Mets Dodgers, <laughs> like zigging and zagging hey, when you should be zagging I, I, and I, zigging.
3: I, I played that little game with the Cleveland Browns, and it didn't work very well. So, you know what, maybe bet against them, and you'll feel better. Nothing works out with the Cleveland yeah. Browns. Well, yeah, they were leading until the last second of the game where they fumbled in the end zone. We were at the Argos game, things were great till 59 58. Things fumble! Were, things were great at that stupid Argo game. Yeah, I we took them, Saskatchewan. What the hell happened that day? It was just lots of weird. You know, things. the
1: Argos won a great cup. People forget Saskatchewan was looking damn good late in late night. They game. sure it like were. They were coming back. Oh, I know. It, it was, was a fumble or something right in front of us. <laughs> there was a lot of weird. Oh, things. I think they threw an interception in the end zone right in front of us at the end of the game. They did.
3: <laughs> Whatever it was, it was crushing. It was a crazy day. Snowfall and then sun and then losing money and yeah, yeah, it was lost all, all over son. the place. All right. Don't worry, Sonny. Don't no, don't do it. Sonny Sonny, be on be on the okay. right side of history. Washington. Caps. Caps. No, he can't do it.
1: Caps. He has to bet Vegas. No, he doesn't. He has to bet Vegas no, or he, he doesn't bet the game at
3: all. And don't bet it. No, no, Washington. Don't bet Vegas. Yeah, Washington is going to win today. I'm betting Washington. They were great to me before and I'm going back to them. I'm Washington, Washington, Washington. The caps are the team, baby. You know it. I just Vegas doesn't look the same to me. They're 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 losing their mojo, Morensi. They just don't <laughs> have that same swagger. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. Guys aren't showing up, flurry's not the same. Washington knows if they win tonight too, ooh you go up 3 to 1. Oh man. Everyone's saying, like, "Oh, Vegas has got to tie it up." Do they? Well, really, I think Washington thinks, "Hey, man, we can put these guys totally on the ropes." One little bit away from knocking them out.
1: Hockey games Cavs. are uh, hockey games are tough to
3: bet on. You know? They are. They're,
1: they're hockey is a tough sport. It is. It can go either way. But a bad about bounce bounce here or there. You know basketball, like we talk about all the time, the
3: better team will generally win. Yeah, last night Golden State when and Curry started going off and hitting crazy circus shots at the carnival and stuff. Do you get? Do you have him MVP at two to one? Because you know that's things are looking quite good now that way. No, I've got no uh, no MVP bet. No, No, I was just saying if it was a little bit more than two to one, a bit of a nice. Uh, You're the to MVP. Click on. You're the MVP, Cam. Am I? Well, I'm feeling better about uh, the money you invested with telling me with the horse with Golden State. I can tell you one thing. Well, you see, great uh, investment. See, aren't you glad? <laughs> now I am. Yeah, sounds great. I was a little bit worried at the start going, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know about uh,
1: the soccer parlays that we're putting together.
3: Uh, have they been completed yet or are they still in progress?
1: No, they're uh, they're in the blender right now. In the blender. Yeah, they are a lot of options, Cam. Yeah, I know. There's lot, A lot of options. You're telling me. You're telling me. Well, tell me. Is there any way that Tunisia qualifies and advances into the second round? No. No. Give me another one. Gonna be put in a parlay. Uh, so, avoiding Tunisia? Iran. Iran's not moving forward. No, you. no, no. Sorry, Ayatollah. <laughs> no, 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 iron Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we we, I... I we spit on you. Ayatollah Khomeini. You're losing in the first round here. Right? <laughs> Ayatollah. You're done. Remember Homer Simpson. Sure, Ayatollah Asahola. Guys, <laughs> a lot more time to yell <laughs> death to America after you lose and you get sent home from Russia.
3: <laughs> Ayatollah Asahola. <laughs> they had the
1: rummage sale. That was a
2: T
3: shirt.
1: What what a group though you have. You've got Russia, yeah. Iran, Ooh.
3: um Egypt and Uruguay. Wow, that is interesting. Very interesting group. Uruguay will win that group. Iran and uh Russia, Iran Russia.
1: and Russia are geopolitical buddies. Is there going to be shenanigans? Shenanigans! Saudi Arabia oh. have a lot of money. De- 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 if de- anyone de- de- can bribe an official, it could be a Saudi, a Saudi, a Saudi sheik.
3: Send me the oil monies. <laughs> no, you're right. No, though, Mar- no, Mar- no, Mar- no, but uh, Uruguay is a team. Uh, if, that, if if the World Cup was being played in South America, I really like that team a lot. I think they're solid. Yeah, we're going to have, we'll put together a few parts. Listen, the Golden State Warriors aren't there. They did
1: blow a... Uh, uh- they did blow a, a 3-1 uh, lead a couple of years ago, I but know. they didn't have Kevin Durant.
3: Yeah, I'm worried about, uh, th- I think Cleveland is going to win one game in the series. I'm not, just not sure if it's going to be, uh, it, it would have to be game three, because if Golden State goes up 3-0, I think LeBron's will would totally be, like he'd be in big trouble, man. It would take him a lot to wake up and carry that team. So I'm thinking the next game, if you like Cleveland with the points, that's the game to take.
1: So, uh, Cam, uh, when you came in, uh, you were a little bit uh, down uh, today.
3: Uh, yeah, I had a rough day. Rough day, rough weekend. I don't know. I didn't really do too much. Like, you even drank more than me. I Just just bad luck. Uh, I got a plumbing problem. My toilet doesn't work. Uh, you know, it's expensive things. Joe's on it right now, though, but he, he's a pretty handy guy. But just click, how click, the How click many toilets them. do you have in the place? One or two? Two, two. But you got to turn off the water to do all the stuff. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of a bitch. And did the door, a door fell yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And the kitchen, uh, the 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 bathroom door just fell right off, like it's on like a. Let's just say this: when I looked at the place that I bought, you know what I mean. Upon further inspection, a lot of shoddy work. Like those cookie cutter townhomes, they look good. You put them in, but when you really get to the nitty gritty. Bad plumbing. Like, Joe brought up a lot of points. He's like, there's not another tap there when we're in the basement looking at the lines. Dory says that's weak, uh, the the wood and everything. He's like, sho- he's showing me that basically, sure, I'll make a little money selling the place, but uh, let's just say the, 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 the tools of the trade, very weak. They slapped it together quick. Your roof fell apart? Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So let's look what I put into. And I'm paying maintenance fees for what? A couple Polish chicks to cut my grass? I got like five feet of grass.
1: <laughs> and uh, and what, uh, you lost your wallet again. Yes, I did. What's this, like your second wallet? Uh, I think it might be at home, but. I'm like, who, are, who, are, who are you, like George George Costanza? I don't know, man. Like, uh, why, why do you even still have a wallet? Because you got to carry around all your coupons for Dairy
3: Queen. Yeah, I like cash. It's better
1: Cam, than... Cam's carrying around a wallet with, like, uh, KFC Dairy Queen. It's not fast food. It's fan food. And uh, Cam's got a coupon for a, a Chevron uh, from the time that me and him were in Orlando. <laughs> Never <laughs> know when we're going to get back
3: there. <laughs> Never know. Never know we're going to no, get back all, to Orlando. It, no, it all started with... Um... I was going I was a running a little bit late because of the problems with the home and the water leaking and everything. And then uh, the Uber's not accepting my card anymore. It's a. Uh, it's because it's, it's the start of the month. So I panicked because I was gonna be late. If I missed the last train, I wouldn't be here till like uh, 4:30. So I bit the bullet and jumped on the train. And they caught me again. So, uh, yeah. I talked to the guy. I showed the guy though. all I had in my bag was clothes. I told him I lost my wallet. He was gonna shake me down, but he kind of took pity on me. I almost cried. So he's like, okay, just you got bigger problems, buddy. So I said, Thanks. Cam came in here and he's pretty beaten down. I
1: said, "What's up, Cam? Did you lose, lose money or something? Yeah, What's no, going
3: I didn't on?" Lose any money at all? Like I, I had a piece of brace and Deschambault, a couple other things going. On. I just uh, oh, you did have a piece of Deschambault, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, he. I always take that guy, but uh, Cantlay would have been good. Patrick Cantlay was a guy that we both like. He finished. Uh, he gagged on the final uh, few holes, but three-man playoff, and the guy that you like, Kyle Stanley for DFS, he was in the playoff too with Ben on. All right, so how about we'll uh, we'll take some calls?
1: Really? Well, A few calls, and we'll see. Uh, well, Sonny Vega Sonny Vega is uh, out there on Twitter right now, uh uh-huh. you can tell him why he shouldn't bet on Las Vegas uh, tonight. I will. I will. Don't do it. We'll have to ask uh, Sonny to refrain from uh, any F-bombs, <laughs> and uh, secondly, we'll have to uh, re- ask you to refrain, Sonny, from uh, burning anything while you're on the air with us here. It's like he's like a pyromaniac. One eight four four eight four three. Fire. Six eight seven nine. Sunny, Six eight seven seven nine. Sonny. Is this sunny in Toronto here?
2: Hello. Hello? Hey boy. Hello. Hey. What's up, Sunny? Bye. Hey, not much, guys. Just recovering, you know. You know how it is. I gotta have a short memory with this stuff. But uh, thanks to you guys, you guys keep bringing it
1: up. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, like I hate after a bad Sunday in NFL betting. I hate like I can't watch any sports because it's the stupid highlights and the same games over and over and over. And then the Monday morning, it's the same thing, and you can't escape it. So yeah, it must suck for you, Sonny, that uh, you're trying to tune into your favorite radio show and uh, they're talking about the money that you lost on on the show. You you can't like just kick back and enjoy the show. We got to talk about you.
2: Well, we know how it is. We try to have a short memory and a bad loss. You know, I was very active yesterday, though. Look, I cut lawn. I cut my neighbor's lawn. I'm trying to keep busy, get my mind off things. I cook. So what, for, you're, like, cutting, I you're, kept... you're mowing lawns nuts. in a neighborhood for money now? You
1: lost so much? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I how much? 20, 20, 20,
2: bu- 20 bucks a lawn? <laughs> 20 bucks, I'd be lucky at 20 bucks. I'm trying to keep busy, trying to keep my mind from... Uh, going to the Bellevue Center, as you mentioned earlier, Gabe. Yeah, Bellevue Institute. Bellevue oh, yeah, Institute. you don't want to yeah. go to Bellevue. Yeah, Bellevue. Check no. it in. We
1: can speak to our our boy, uh, Pot Lynch, over at the NYPD. I'm sure he could uh, hook you up uh, with a
2: room in Bellevue, no problem. Oh, you guys already have a connection there, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys cr- already looked yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah, for the criminal.
1: Cr- I, lo- cr- I, lo- I love you, Sonny. Okay, so listen. Why'd you
3: go balls deep on like, Well, Let's, let's not
1: here? live in the past. Oh. We're moving on to tonight. So the question is, and, and feel free, people out there, to comment uh, on this. Um, if he lost all that money on one team, you need to go back to that team again or not bet. Because if Washington wins, wins. tonight, I know. then the level of rage is like 12 on a scale of 10.
2: That's exactly what you said, and that's what to do blindly. Uh, but you know what the thing is here, Gabe, I tell you and Cam, I, the thing that hurts even more is the fact that I had Washington, and I think we spoke about this a week ago before the, the finals kicked off. I had Washington to win the cup, and I said, I know it's not the popular pick because everyone with their futures and so on and so freaking forth. I didn't swear. Okay, so I had Washington to win the Cup. So why did I make that play on Saturday? And that's what's really eating me up. But I'll tell you basically what you said. If I take Washington tonight and Washington loses, I'll never forgive myself. Bellevue Medical Health Institute is where I'm going. Or, or maybe, I don't know, there's a popular song from Homicide that kind of comes to mind at this point. But that's a different story for a different day you could bet a baseball <laughs> game Sonny. you don't have to bet the Knights. how you about know? this bet the under the hockey game tonight the under five well see that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying the the under was the bet Saturday night but Cam, I hear um you know I think Washington i think I think washington wins tonight they go back to Vegas vegas wins one they come back to Washington and the you know and it's done however so hold I off. Mean,
1: exactly so if I was yeah. you Put don't a little, bet, bet, bet a little play tonight if you want on the side, but I would play the, the total under. tonight. Wait for the end game. Play, play the total on the under tonight, and then the thing is you can't win now. You're screwed because if you don't <laughs> and, Ve- and and Vegas wins, and you only bet a thousand bucks or yeah, five hundred exactly. bucks on Vegas tonight, you're gonna feel sick. You're gonna be like, I should have yeah. went back to Vegas. Like that's the thing with being a gambler. We're like rats in a cage. We're screwed.
2: Yep. Like you, you know, you it's a the, catch twenty two either way. <laughs> you go out you're to the club satisfied. to pick up a girl. You go out to the club to pick up a girl. It's ten o'clock. It's eleven o'clock. You still you're not getting any action over here. You're not getting any attention. And as the night proceeds, your lower your standards have lowered, right? And that that's that's me right now. My standards have lowered. So what I'm saying is, I'd rather well, call lose them. Uh, they're they're called. Uh, it's called beer goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or Scotch goggles in my case. Scotch goggles on board. I'd rather I'd rather lose with Vegas tonight than I would losing with. Sonny, Washington. you just said Washington's you know going to win the
3: game tonight. Just said, That's you how said how the press come on, why you guys, Sonny? You don't give up. Me, you, and Gabe will go all on Washington tonight. We're friends. We're going to do this together. I don't together. have the
2: stones to do it. Uh, uh, but Cam, where are you going go in Vegas? What if I bet Washington tonight? And Vegas wins. Where are you going to be to console me and hug me? <laughs> He'll be in Mississauga. I'll He'll go be with you. Portuguese Joe. <laughs> you got to commit to this. <laughs> you, can go, you, you, <laughs> can go,
1: you can go hang with Portuguese yeah, Joe you can and help Cam. me fix my toilet. I'll give no, you no, 20 yeah, bucks. Doing that. Well, you're I'll doing put my mats, head in the now. toilet.
2: <laughs>
3: you're, doing you're doing lawns. How much for Cab's lawn? <laughs> I told you, it's part of the condo fees. Polish, chief, Polish <laughs> chicks cut the line. The Pol- you got Seven a Polish woman? Oh, yeah, and, they, and they work hard, too. Like, they're they're in a truck to do every complex up the street, man. They're making it big.
2: They're loaded, Marantz. Sorry, guys, I was a little bit late. I'm on this new protein shake, and uh, I was just on the bidet listening to you guys. New protein shake? Yeah, I'm on this new protein shake, and I had to make a run to the bidet. I don't know how people live without a bidet, but day, uh, but that's a different story for a different day. But listen, Gabe, like you were saying the other day, how much did you really lose, though, on the game? Well, and I explained to you, right? But from that $9,000, $500, within 24 hours, I turned into 9000 So yeah, I, so I get what you're lose? saying. So yeah. how much did you really lose? But, I mean, me, you, did he lose? Gabe, did he lose? and you, Cam, and we have a different type of language, right? No, he didn't lose nine thousand. He you you 500, lost five hundred because you
3: put five hundred. That's in. the thing. You could have won. End of the you could have won at this the end month. of yes, the yes, session. Yes, yes. You lost
2: five hundred dollars. I agree. But building five hundred to nine thousand is a great feat. Yeah, and that's you, that, you know what we're trying to do, guys. You know what we're trying to do here. We're trying to put a positive spin on it. And really, I'm not buying it. I'm not because when I when I pressed that bet button, that bet button said nine thousand to pay out nineteen thousand seven hundred. <laughs> So I don't know where you guys are coming up with this number 500. I I see you guys are kind of looking out for me and trying to put a positive spin on things. but
1: uh, Sonny, I am, okay. Sonny, we got to go. We got a guest on the other side, but I'm going to share yeah. a really bad beat story. It'll make you feel better.
2: No, I don't want to hear that. That's not going to make you feel better, dude. Get some. I ne- I, if Washington wins, you, you, win. win. you got I nearly jumped off a
1: bridge. Game time is his It Decisions. Right, that first hour flew by. Yep. And we'll take a couple of more calls uh, later. I like it. Want a chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game? Go to DailyRoto.com, DKMS. You'll find a link to free DFS baseball contest every day. Contests are sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in a fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance of survival. 30% of patients uh, can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year must rely on a benevolent stranger to step up and donate. Find out how you can help and play free DFS contests with a shot of winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. Go to DailyRoto.com, DKMS, that's DailyRoto.com dot com slash DKMS. And uh, don't forget about mybookie.ag. Check out the player props. If you you haven't, you're missing out. The player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks, winning 90% of the money, and DFS. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassles of late scratchers. Uh, Go to mybookie.ag. Open up a new account. Enter promo code GTD. Receive a 50% uh, deposit uh, bonus. Uh, that's uh, GTD fifty percent the deposit uh, bonus. Uh, don't be a loser in ETFs chalk all the time. <laughs> be a winner. Play mybookie.ag. Uh, player prop plus you can bet on the sport of yes. Kids. Hello. Horse racing. Hello. And uh, justify goes for the Triple Crown uh, this weekend. Go to mybookie.ag. We'll talk about that throughout the weekend. A promo code GTD receive a fifty percent uh, deposit uh, bonus. That's mybookie.ag. Enter promo code GTD. It's Dino Might. Just like Jake Seeley is dynamite. Jake Seeley. We go all in. The all in kid. What's going on, Jake? Uh, not too much. How you guys been? Good We're stuff. We're doing pretty good. Good stuff. I'm starting to uh, get football fever a little bit uh, right now. Normally, I, I start in June with college uh, football. And I dive in. Because the NFL, there's sort of less research to do. College, so many teams and so much turnover. But... Um, it's sort of the calm before the storm in the NFL right now, isn't it, Jake? Even, like, this is this is the time of the year when the coaches take their wife to Europe for a week and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like, true. And players get yeah, yeah. arrested. This is the time of the year. <laughs> you'll see. You notice, like, you'll notice in, a, in the next week or two. Players will get arrested, and you'll see a shot. Oh, Bill Belichick with girlfriend in England. And it's basically, listen, baby, you know, when we get back home, I can't talk to you for the next nine months.
6: You know, that, That's the deal now, Jake. <laughs> no, you're right, but you're about a week or two early because they have the mandatory camps right now. So you're in about another week or two. That's when you get that little little tiny window between that, that start and then the training camp really kicks in. So you're, you're about a week or two early before that starts happening.
1: So you have your fantasy rankings for the other uh, football, the World Cup of football? <laughs> oh, the soccer?
6: No. Are you kidding me?
1: America's not in it. We couldn't even qualify. I don't really even care. You know what, though? It's good for people like me at camp. I actually am a soccer fan, but it's sort of for degenerate gamblers. We'll have the NBA Finals, which will be over pretty yep. soon. <laughs> <And then laughs> it'll, it'll take us right into the World Cup of soccer from June 14th uh, to July 15th, and then camps into the National Football League season. So... I saw Mahomes throwing out the first pitch uh, the other night, yep. and I heard a promo on the network of you guys talking about Mahomes and debating Mahomes. Both me and Cam last year kind of raised our eyebrows a little bit when they traded up a system quarterback. I don't know what I mean. It's like trading up and you know Texas Tech quarterback, Jake. It's a system. It's like drafting a Hawaii quarterback. Yeah, he's a good athlete. I happen to actually watch, like, every Texas Tech game. I bet on their games all the time. He was a good athlete. But this next Brett Favre stuff that they're throwing out there, I don't know, but... He's got accuracy issues. But from a fantasy Pete, from no. a fantasy standpoint, he could put up some numbers
6: because he is the starting quarterback there, and if he struggles, they're not going to take him out, right? No, well, that's the thing. It's, it's his time, and there's nothing behind him. And Mahomes is the quarterback for at least the next two years. So that you don't have to worry about that. The one thing I will say about this is, yes, you can say the conference and the system and all that. T- the fact is, Patrick Mahomes... Forget where he's coming from. You put him at any school. The kid has more talent than anybody you've seen in a long time. Like, his ceiling is, you know, Brett Farmer, Aaron Rodgers, whatever you want to throw out there. That's his ceiling. The problem, and I heard the mention in the background while you were talking, is the truth is the mechanical issues. But if you want to talk about a team where you want your quarterback to go with mechanical issues, it's Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. Whether or not he works that out is a big question. I don't – see, my problem isn't Patrick Mahomes' talent. My Patrick isn't the Patrick Mahomes hype. My, my problem isn't, like, the weapons. That, my problem is where he's going in drafts, and people are drafting him as a QB1 and a top-10 quarterback. And I always say, and I know you guys always say, don't buy all the risk. Now he has to be – he has to play to his ceiling to get any return value people if you not get it at all. I guess that, they that, think that nuts. he
1: steps on the field and he sort of yeah. does what Deshaun Watson did last year, yeah, right? No exactly.
6: And see, that's the thing. Deshaun Watson, too. He's another one. You ask NFL – you guys know this. You ask an NFL player. You ask scouts. You ask coaches. You ask analysts. What's the toughest year for an NFL quarterback? It's the second season. Yep. And look at Dak at, at Prescott last year. He looked uh, he, he looked, looked confused. He looked pedestrian out there. Oh, dude. he was he was miserable. So you got Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes is technically kind of going into his second season because everybody knows he's the starter. And it's only one game sample size, but they know. They know what to look for, and they're going to be doing what you said, Gabe. They're going to be watching the college tape and looking for the mechanical flaws and looking for the tells. So before we go and anoint him the next top ten quarterback in the league, uh, people need to cool their jets a little bit.
3: Hey, Jake, what about in the running back position? It's interesting to not see, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell, number one. I see Todd Gurley, number one, in a lot of people's overall rankings. Uh, where do you
6: have him right now? I know a great season. And he's probably going to have another good one. But people are very high on Todd Gurley. They are, and I have number two. I still have Le'Veon Bell number one. The only concern I have with Le'Veon Bell is if he pulls these six or ten game holdout just so he can get free agency unrestricted next year. And and do they
1: would, do they get spiteful and not give him the ball enough because they're like, you know yeah. what, he's not even going to be here anyways.
6: like no, so or, can, or do they run him when, or
1: they or that, they run him into the ground and say, that's you know what, where yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, a that's that's free agent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run this that son <laughs> of
6: a bitch into the ground this year, right? If they wait, if he holds out for the six games or whatever it is, and then he comes, they're not going to—they're not going to be bitter and play that game. They'll do what you just said. Well, guess what? We've only got ten games of him. We've only got six games of him. We're going to beat the living hell out of him until he gets out of here. We're going to get every drop we possibly can. So that's my only concern. But I will say this: This is the one year Cam where it's—I don't think we have a definitive number one. If you want to take Gurley number one, I don't have a problem with it. If you want to take David Johnson, even coming off his injuries, to go number one, I don't have a problem with that. If you want to take Antonio Brown, number one, and go wide receiver, I would never do it. But I think if you're looking at it, this is the first year in a while where I feel like there's not a certainty of this person's going number one in every single draft.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's debatable a little bit. Um, You know, talking about Kansas City, I like the quarterback, and I'm not talking from a fantasy perspective here, but a team in your backyard here, uh, Jake, the Washington Redskins, yeah, they lose Kirk Cousins, and everybody sort of forgets about them. And like they're, oh, they're done now. And I could argue from, not from a fantasy standpoint, but from a reality standpoint, that they have a better quarterback. They have a winning quarterback right now. And I know that, you know, it was such a distraction with Cousins and Washington over the years with the contract and the franchise tag crap every year. A lot of Redskins players sort of thought that Cousins became a me guy. And it was really just about him all the time and his contract. And, Dude, you saw it. There were times, man, when Cousins was actually the problem there, and they were like, maybe we've got to throw Colt McCoy in here. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think this is a big drop-off for the Redskins. I like the talent that they have. I wanted to ask you about the running back position because there's a couple of young guys now in their second year. And you talk about quarterbacks regressing a little bit, but I think there's, there was a couple of rookie running backs last year. We don't really know like fully how good they could really be. How good could P. Ryan be? How good can Mixon be? in Cincinnati, and now you got Geis coming in here in Washington. What's your take on the running back situation? Is it going to be running back by committee? Do you think one of these guys is going to be head and shoulders above? you got Thompson, Pirine, and Geis here. Now, what's your take on the Redskins situation?
6: My take is, as a Giants fan, I was frustrated to watch this happen, to see Geis <laughs> fall to them, because the Geis as a talent, is on the night. He is Leonard Fournette. There's so many similarities to Leonard Fournette between the way he plays, the fact that he's a better pass catcher than people realize because LSU yeah. still playing an offense from 1995 where they don't pass to the running back, to the fact that he has injury concerns. I mean, there's so many similarities between the two of them and the fact is, when he fell to them, because he's a weird guy, like the coaching staff already came out and said, you know what? He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't get in trouble with the law. He doesn't have domestic abuse problems. The guy's just weird. Well, guess who else was weird? Marshawn Lynch. What does Marshawn Lynch do? Plays as a top five, top ten running back for year after year after year. Darius Geis is going to lead this backfield. P. Ryan is an afterthought at this point because Chris Thompson is still going to be involved in the passing game. That's the only thing that hurts Chris. Darius guys a little bit is the fact that Chris Thompson is so good of a pass catcher, but he will lead the backfield. And it will be similar to Leonard Fournette where he's getting 70 to 20 carries touches per game. And Chris Thompson is still getting his, but yeah, he runs an afterthought and to go back. I agree with you on the quarterback situation. I I like Kirk Cousins for fantasy, but in real life, if you're talking betting overs or the season and stuff like that, Kirk Cousins way too often ignore the open wide receiver to try and throw in a triple coverage, an extra 10 yards downfield.
1: I swear to God, I've yeah. said this a million times, you're right. Gruden, you want to talk about weird guys, Gruden's a strange guy. And, you know, Chuck... <laughs> well, he falls in love John, with every quarterback. No, but I'm talking, to John, no, I'm talking about Jay Gruden. Yeah, Jay. John Gruden. John Gruden's very charismatic and is a people person. Jay Gruden is not. Jay Gruden is very awkward with his players, but I swear to God, dude, he's got great schemes. And I've said this time and time again. Cousins is a good quarterback, but... The Washington Redskins, and they have, like, sort of average talent, they're open all the time. He's an arena football league guy, and he, he knows, like, these crisscross patterns and zigzags, and he really can get guys open. I think Alex Smith can have a nice year. I think the Redskins can surprise people uh, a little bit. Um, I want to ask you, um, you know, what, what's your take on Royce Freeman and Denver I'm not a big Oregon Duck guy, uh, basically. You know, you look at the history of the Oregon Duck running backs and they're sort of gadget guys. Like, Garrett Blunt's been the best guy. So, is he a Garrett Blunt or is he another sort of, you know, De'Anthony Thomas and all these other sort of guys, the little scat backs that they have here? Is Royce Freeman
6: really, is he the real deal, you think? I think he is. He's more like Garrett Blunt because he's the power option, and that's the fact is he could definitely create a problem for Devontae Booker and turn it into the complimentary back. And Booker will be fine in the pass-catching mold. You're right, they haven't produced a lot, but Freeman can be that lead back, and Booker's had his opportunities. And I like Booker. I was a fan of him coming out of college, but he's had his opportunities. He hasn't produced so far, so of it's injury, but you come in right now, you're telling me who the backfield lead is going to be. I think a, a Blunt compared Harrison, for fantasy purposes, is a good one. You see him getting 15 carries a game. All the goal line touches was that's what you want. And then you see Devante Booker come in and steal about 30 35% of the snaps, but more so in the passing game. So he's going to be somebody that's in the RB2 conversation. Like, I did my projections already. I got him for just under 1,000 yards and about six to seven rushing touchdowns. He'll be involved a little bit in the passing game, but that's what you're looking at. You're looking at the lead end of a timeshare.
3: Hey, Jake, uh, one of the most frustrating things is the New England Patriots running back situation. <laughs> it's different every week. What do you do with these guys? And uh, it's interesting to think, but Sony Michelle right now probably ranked around third or fourth among rookie backs. What do you do with this guy? Because if you talk about these guys, Burkhead, White, Lewis, it's an absolute train wreck when you're trying to draft these guys. Because Bill Belichick doesn't care about your fantasy team.
6: You know what he does care about, though? Fumbling? And what does Sony Michelle have a problem with? Fumbling. And so, you know, I go back and I credit to some Scott Barrett, who's the one who told me about this. The last time the Patriots drafted a running back in the first round was Lawrence Maroney. He started zero games that year. And I'm not saying they're not going. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not, they're not going to not use Michelle. He is going to fill the Deion Lewis role. But let's be realistic about the Deion Lewis role. Is it looks great at the end of the year, but week by week, you're talking about it. We've been, how many years do we have to keep doing this? How many years do we have to keep doing is it'll be a Sony Michelle week. The week after that is going to be a James White week. Then the week after that is going to be a Rex Burkhead week. And people are still overlooking Burkhead and what he brings. Granted, he could get hurt and change this whole situation. But they did bring in Jeremy Hill too, who wouldn't be surprised if he steals six to seven touchdowns running them all inside the 10 yard line so yes Sonny Michelle would be ranked the highest of anybody in this backfield but just like I always do I'm staying far the hell away from it actually speaking of the Patriots I want to ask you guys a question I saw the Superbook has them made over under 11 you know they haven't lost more than four games since 2009 aren't you guys hammering the over on this
1: yeah, I have yeah. to dig in and see their schedule a little bit more. It looks really, really good, Jake. I just don't like New England. But honestly, what <laughs> I mean, one it's six get, wins
6: in the division. Yeah, right look, there. At, look
1: at their division. <laughs> you have either A.J. McCarron and right Josh to, oh, Allen It's a train twice. wreck there. I don't you think, have yeah. either McCowan and either Sam Darnold, and I know yeah. the Jets have competed with them. The Dolphins are the Dolphins. You're right. I mean, it'd be hard not You're to... You're just um, asking them to go yeah. six and four in their other ten games. It's hard not to. Um... So uh, I wanted to ask you actually about uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, is he is he going to be overhyped uh, with drafts? And if you think he's going to have a high impact, I mean, imagine they took him first overall to use him, right? Are they going to be swinging <laughs> a million passes out of the backfield to him? What's your take on Barkley? Are you one of these? Are you in the Saquon Barkley fan club from a fantasy perspective?
6: Oh, there's no question about it. It's so cliche at this point with the generational talents. But I mean, the fact is, he he really is that guy. And people are looking at this backfield Oh, the Giants offensive line stinks. And yeah, it got a little bit better, especially with the addition of Solder and Will Hernandez at the draft. There's still questions on the right side. There's still questions of how much Eli Manning has left in the tank. But let's just go back to last year. This backfield ran for over 1,500 yards of Orleans Darqua and Wayne Gallman, whoever else you wanted to throw into the mix. He's going to get 80 to 90% of the workload in the backfield. Saquon Barkley could put up fifteen hundred yards on his own. That's how talented this kid is. But even if you want to say eighty percent of a miserable season last year and you give him twelve to thirteen hundred rushing, he's going to give you another four to five hundred receiving. And now you're talking about 1,700 1, yards. The fact is that's how good he is. It doesn't matter what team he's done. So He's not going to be overdrafted. If, you know, to go back what you're talking about, the number one, if somebody wanted to take him number one in fantasy, I wouldn't do it, and I'm a Giants fan. I still wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't even take him in front of Ted Gurley or David Johnson. But if you wanted to, I don't think you could be called crazy because the fact is, I think a lot of people would go back to Ezekiel Elliott when he was drafted and said, you know what, I should have taken him inside the top five. I think, I think Eli Manning
1: is going to be sneaky good this year, especially for DFS. The salary will be moderate. And like you said, man, and I've been critical. I'm not like the president of the Eli Fan Club at all. But you're dropping Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham Jr. back. Yep. You bolster the yep. offensive line. There's a new culture in the room. For real, a new culture. You know, there's, it's a whole new I think people, uh, it's going to be a lot of stories this year. But, now, oh, Eli's not done yet suddenly. You know, it helps out talent around you. Thanks, Jake. Great stuff, buddy.
3: Thanks, guys.
1: Jake Sealy, love think talking the Gi- football. Gi-
3: Giants and Redskins approved in that division. Dallas is the team that's going to take it. Yeah, I think Dallas uh, will Trust have a me. problem. We're investing.
1: Take a look at some NFL uh, win totals, college win totals as well. College football around the corner. Game time decisions continues.
4: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app.
1: Well, just when you think that uh, things can't get any sleazier and crazier in East Lansing, Michigan State raises it up a notch. It's actually very disturbing. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Not that uh, the Larry Nassar stuff wasn't very disturbing, but uh, this, is, uh, this is actually beyond belief here. It's actually kind of uncomfortable to talk about, to be honest. Uh, but uh, this is actually... Um, this is actually something that uh, just broke a couple hours ago. Michigan State University health physicist charged with bestiality with a dog. So they've gone from uh, molesting gymnasts gymnast to, uh, to having to sex pooches. with dogs.
3: Yeah. Things are so bad at Michigan State right now, I don't even know. Uh, I think it's time to talk to the Big Ten and see if we can uh, beep, beep.
1: Well, this is it. Listen, it's not the Big Ten's problem. This is <laughs> to me now this is um, this is the state of michigan and it's one of many yeah. problems that the state of michigan has but this is a state of michigan problem it's a like michigan's a um, michigan's a private university you know what i mean yeah. michigan state is a state, state university yeah. yeah it's like they get state funding funding time to close the tap like there's yeah, yeah. so like weep, weep,
2: weep. Mm-hmm.
1: like the government is in their grounds yeah. here the attorney general of the state of michigan's in her grounds to state all right listen what the hell's going on here on your campus you know what else is going on like you figure like this guy you go to michigan state you figure like you know when larry nasser gets nailed you're like all right man man i'm having sex with animals i better stop Yes. Yeah. you know uh, i didn't get nailed nasser yeah. just got nailed but no You got nailed like it's pretty crazy, but like Michigan State, they're going to have to almost get like all of their faculty in a room and say, all right, listen, (laughs) has anybody (laughs) else molested anybody slept with any animals or run over any babies? Like, you know what I mean? Because if not, you know, we got a real problem here. Like, at what point? Bestiality. Yeah, like they've really nuts. You said it. They really turned it up a notch. It is the attorney general. Michigan Attorney General uh, Bill Schuette today charged Joseph Hattie, 51 years old, of Holt, Michigan, with two counts of committing a crime against nature. A 15-year felony for allegedly penetrating a dog with both his hand and his penis. Sorry, I'm just reading the police oh, report. Oh, God. This is the actual press release. Hattie, an employee at Michigan State University, is alleged to have conducted the acts on campus. Come on. With an animal owned by the university. Oh no! Oh god! This is like, poor mascot.
3: Oh, like, where was Sparty? Where's the security guards? This is nuts. I, I, I honestly, you, you said it, man. It, I didn't even think things could get worse uh, in East Lansing. I, the, the school is out of control. You talk about it. State funding. Time to time, time to cut it off. It's brutal.
1: On campus with a Michigan State employee. Like, this really puts a whole new definition to me, too. It's like, uh, now, now, like, you know, now dogs. Yeah. Dogs. I think the best, I think to <laughs> me, the best punishment for this dude would Put be. Put him in a kennel full of dogs? Yeah, like, you'd grease him up yeah. with, like, uh. Put, no, I got it. Hang steaks on them
3: and stuff. They put them in, like, a, a, a meat suit and let the dogs attack.
1: Yeah, and, like, spray an order in the room that, like, makes dogs violent type thing that they don't like. Yeah, I like that. I like where you're going with that. Leave them in a room with a bunch of, like, pit bulls. Just let them, yeah, long story short, let them get gorged to death uh, by a bunch of dogs. Yeah. I think, mean, honestly, I I, hey, hey, that's the
3: way it is. You can't be doing that
1: stuff. You don't understand, though, basically... You know, I don't like people that abuse animals, and there really are not enough laws about that. Like, you can abuse an animal and really not much will happen. And some people do it. But evidently in Michigan, yeah, if you have sex with an animal, animal, 15 years. He should get 15 I years. I can't argue the. Oh, uh, I'm not
3: arguing. I, 15 years? Yeah, it's, he deserves it. And I'll tell you another thing. Sometimes people don't. To be honest, they, though. They, they, they don't uh, to be a they abuse the animals without even doing it because they, they just go, go to work and leave their animals uh, in the house. Or in cars. I see it all the time when you're walking not, down yeah, the street. Not quite the same, but yes. Uh, but That's I was going to say, I,
1: I'm not justifying the guy, uh, this guy doing this. But 15 years in jail is not going to help the dude. I don't, I'm not saying to help him, but he's not That's a danger to society in a sense. He needs to be in a...
3: Psychiatric uh, war. Yes.
1: Yeah, for, for, for a prolonged period of time. For sure. Yeah, there's punishment coming. But putting him in
3: a penitentiary, he's, he might get killed. Yeah. Well, whatever. Well, he would. Sh- yeah. If they find out when he walks in there, go. That's the guy that, uh, you know, honestly screwed the pooch. You don't want cr- well, like to crack a. he's in big trouble. To
1: me, you know, it would save a lot of people, a lot of taxpayers, and it would save a lot of problems. Well, I wouldn't. They're not going to save any taxpayers' money because prisons are private. They make money off it. So, um, yeah, I would just like sort of you know throw him like throw him in a dog pit. Whatever happens, happens. A bunch of angry pit bulls. <laughs> There's going to be a lot that would happen. It's like, you know what they should have done with Jared a subway? Made him eat subway. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get sued.
3: Oh, no. Uh, oh, God.
1: <laughs> I saw a story today. I'm bringing this up. This is crazy. saw a story today. <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs>
3: I was thinking of the last time we talked. About yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know.
1: I actually eat it it Subway. I don't, know, so. I, I, I don't mind Subway. It's hit or miss now. It used to be more consistent. I
3: got to be honest, a lot of it tastes the same, but continue.
1: But somebody brought a um, somebody brought a ruler into a Subway today or yesterday and uh, measured the old six inch. It was four and a half. Really? Yeah.
3: So you're telling me. Yeah, but they never really promised that it was six inch. Well, it's called a six inch sub. I know. You it, figured. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yes, they did say it's six inch. It's not four and a half, not 4.9. It's six. Yeah, but they never really guaranteed that. It's called a six inch sub Gabe. Like, we don't need a good lawyer to figure it out. It says it on the sign. Six inches. You have a case. And who did it? Who whipped out the ruler? <laughs> what state was this in?
1: We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Right. I like my, that. my guess is Florida. Florida? Going to...
3: <laughs> Florida's always a good guess.
1: Well, this chick's pretty hot that did it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we were talking about rulers. I thought you were going somewhere. I'm like, who whipped it wet in the subway? I didn't know what was happening.
1: She was in England. England? Yeah. Really? Wow. She was in England. Look, she took a picture.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: That's pretty accurate. Four and a half.
3: That does look a little small. So what's the case? False advertising.
1: What, what, uh, you've been screwed over for an inch and a half of a subway. What are they going to do? They're going to give you a couple of subs after?
3: Probably he might get uh, coupons for a you know might get subs for for a month. This is a
1: lesson though that nothing is uh, nothing is real. Well,
3: yeah, what it seems. Yeah, exactly. Like, I never thought.
4: You was, I you
1: never thought it was six inches. You didn't. No. So you assume. I don't. That- no, I always knew this. I always knew that the six inches wasn't six inches. This isn't like the first time that this has come up before. I don't think their foot long is actually a uh, foot. That's that's yeah that's another thing. See to me, the six inch is kind of. We round it up. You know what I mean? You could but, argue. I don't know, though, Cam. If you're selling something and it's called a foot long, it better, it better be, be a foot, foot long. It I agree. It better be a foot.
3: I, 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 I got to be honest. I disagree. But I think the six inches is six inches. I think the foot, is the, the foot long is really nine inches. Really? Well, well, I would assume nine inches. If the
1: six is four and a half, yeah,
3: double it. It yeah. would make
1: sense that it would be double. It would
3: be, yeah, if you're doing the math. I don't know. Well, maybe I'll go find her. The next time we go to Subway, I'll bring a ruler. I should, yeah, we should
1: bring a ruler. Why not? I'll should,
3: do it. I'll go buy a sub and see if it's uh, a foot long.
1: I haven't gone there in a while, though. See, this is where I miss Tony Cicada once again yeah. because this leads to a lot of good yeah. penis yeah. jokes. <laughs> well,
3: I whipped out my ruler in Subway.
1: So, yeah, you know, Oh, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, you'll be in a lot of trouble, cab, if uh, your girlfriend whips out the ruler when you get home. Cab lied. He told her it was a foot, long. Sorry,
3: it's not a foot long.
1: He told her it was a foot long, but then. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, astute women around the world today are going to be comparing six inch uh, foot, long, uh, foot long subs with their boyfriend's packages.
3: You also miss them on days where there's four damn baseball games, not just the ruler. Double trouble. We're going to talk some NFL totals. I got a few teams. I'm I'm ready to put put in the the old click 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 click. I'm ready to go. This is an interesting question
1: because I will admit I sometimes do, and yeah, we'll get to the NFL in a second. What's the question? I sometimes do feel like uh, sort of a skinny jean man bun wearing uh, pansy when I order a six inch sub from Subway. You know, this guy says you're not a man if you order a six inch sub
3: from Subway. I could kind of buy you I, like I that. I buy it. I've done it before, but I I feel man for you. That's it. like two bites. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just more of a ch- something to hold you <laughs> off till you get a foot long. Like you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the appetizer. I'm with you. Like six inches of a uh, sub does not uh, do anything for me. Won't even put a dent in it. But you know, I didn't know it was four and a half. This really disappointing. Really disappointing. I don't have a. I, actually, I. I I have one near me, but I just never go there. I, I just, yeah, it's one right. of those things. You know what I find disappointing? The fact
1: that uh, people are a shaming Subway for their size. It's not the size, people. It's uh, what you do the, with it. The motion in the ocean? Yeah, yeah it's not <laughs> the size. It's what, it's what you do with it. Yeah, that's right, baby. If I was Subway, but they're way too uptight of a company to do
3: this, as we know. Uh, also, also great at picking corporate spokespeople. That was that was really good. We're going to get this fact yeah, that they lost all the way. They picked Jared. They, like, got, they got mad at me. They're, yeah, they had a pedophile could. as their spokesman. Exactly. You should have been the. They should have <laughs> said, "Thank yeah. God, Morenci
1: speak, speaking for us." All I said is that potheads like subway. Yeah, they like a lot of things.
3: They, 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 they like they chips. Like, yeah. They like chocolate bars, nachos. Yeah, everything. Late night menu. Stoners like food. You, what you said was a total accurate statement
1: see all this talk of subways making me... I'm uh, starving uh, right now. Like, you're I, always starving. I know.
3: Now. It's just, you know how it goes. I mean, maybe we could split something.
1: <laughs> like when Cam looks at my fridge and asks, is this your, uh, is this your, are these your chicken wings? I don't feel... Is this your pizza? I, I feel bad taking your stuff, though. Like, you know, you but Yeah, you know what? I, you left, uh, you've got... Oh, idea. those are good, eh? I haven't, I didn't eat You didn't one. even have one? No, it goes to show my, uh, the proof of my healthy living, doesn't it? You didn't want one ice cream sandwich. I didn't have one ice cream sandwich. I'm gonna
3: leave one for you anyway. You really like it after a night. It's a nice treat. Why don't you after have I'm an ready? ice
1: cream sandwich right now? Maybe I will. You like Snickers, like you need. You're not yourself,
3: like you have a have a sandwich. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. <laughs> no, but I will have an ice cream sandwich at the break. I think that they're. No, I'm
1: doing fine today. I had a uh, I had a beef patty right before the show started. Good call.
3: It seems to be your go-to there. Like when you can't decide on something, the beef patty seems to be the call.
1: No, that's you know, when I whenever you see me eating beef patties is uh, when I've hit like rock bottom. And I'm in complete lazy uh, mode. I don't want to go to the real store, so I just get a beef patty from my corner store.
3: My loser move is uh, eating cereal. For dinner, that's when I know, like I'm a re- like when I c- can't hit a winner, things are going bad. I crack out like a bowl of Crispix or mini wheats. That's a, that's a loser dinner. Yeah,
1: sp- speaking of losers, I promised Sonny the the story to make him feel better. Oh, yeah. oh, this good, is good this, call. This is pretty depressing. This one. Uh, I got a lot of depressing gambling stories. So, um, so one night I got all wasted and um, I went to the casino in Montreal. It was a Friday night. I went to the casino in Montreal. I went. I had about like eight hundred bucks or six hundred bucks. I went to the casino and it was actually like a magical night. The casino in Montreal is love that casino. It's a money pit. It's impossible to win there, Cam. I don't know why uh, you love it there.
3: Because I w- I've won there. That's the thing. It's been it's absolutely insane. So um,
1: so that casino, like I said, Phil Ivey lost there even. Um, so I go to the casino in Montreal. I'm having a good night though. It's a miracle. I turned like six hundred bucks into like twenty eight hundred. Maybe it was like three thousand or so. And um, it was so much so that the security guy even told me because he saw me around there a lot. He's like, man, he goes, you had a good night. You should just, you know, take yeah. off and leave now. He, he tried
3: to pull an owning Mahoney with you when he, he was saw me.
1: He saw me lingering around sort of because there's a bunch of levels there and they make it impossible to get out of that stupid. Very casino. true. It's like a maze. It really is like you, most casinos are tricky, but this one's really tricky. So basically you try to leave. But you just end up on another casino floor. And then you try to leave, and you end up on another one. So you need, like, three, four levels of willpower to get out of there. And it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. You said it, though. That casino's like jail. So, you know, I finally, so I'm at the bottom level, and I was kind of loud. So a guy comes over, and he's like, hey, listen, man, you know, I say you had a good night. Why don't you just take it easy? And I'm like, man, you know what? I'm fine. Don't worry. So long story short, I end up losing. I end up losing. I think it was 2200 bucks actually. I turned like 400 into 2200 or something like that. It was 2200 or 2300. I'd lost the 2300, all of it. I lost all of it. I had basically like 50 bucks left on me. I took a taxi from the casino back downtown, went to my to my bedroom, had like money stashed under the pillow yep. type of deal.
3: <laughs> went
1: back. I left the taxi running outside. And I woke a buddy up of mine. I said, listen, I need, uh, you have any money? I said, I'll give it to you tomorrow. And he's like, here's 500 So I took like another 1100 back, got back in a taxi, went back to the casino, turned the 1100 into like $3,000, ended up losing the $3,000, didn't even have money, To take a cab back. No, I had to walk. It's a long walk. Back down to downtown Montreal over a bridge. I actually stood there, and I looked, and I realized, I was like, now I know why so many people jump off this bridge leaving a casino. And like I said, in Montreal, the casino's on an island, and there's a bridge. It's not a good idea. No, it's very bad. And basically, a couple of people a week decide to jump off the bridge, um, and they're able to tell due to the uh, cars in the parking lot. So uh, people, they show up, but... The car's still there, and yeah. they're gone, right? <laughs> it's true. They're, they've vanished.
3: You're right. There's always so, cars in that parking lot.
1: So they're gone, and it's kind of just common knowledge that, yeah, they jumped into the, the river. They're gone. And um, so yeah, there there's a real bad beat for you, Sonny. I lost it twice. I lost, like, $2,000 once. And the whole thing is, after I justified it, <laughs> I went back to it, and I justified I said, no, no, I didn't lose, like, $6,000. You lost five hundred. I said I lost the four hundred that I went with, and I lost the other eleven 1, hundred I went with. I lost fifteen hundred. I didn't lose like, but I really did. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I could have left with like twenty five hundred bucks. I didn't. I get in a taxi. I go back somehow miraculously I actually win again, <laughs> and I lose it again. All right, it was, it, that, was uh, that was a that uh, was a that was a low point. I you know what I did? I lost five times. Of that. Uh, I saved twenty bucks. I saved twenty bucks. Beer was cheap in those deal in those days. I remember I walked over the bridge. I got back to the other side. I actually contemplated I wasn't gonna kill myself. No,
3: but you think about it. But I
1: didn't want to walk. So I was gonna jump in the water. I thought I could swim it. That was the plan. I wasn't gonna kill myself, but I actually thought, you know what? I think I could make it across the port of Montreal here instead of walking all the way around. Then I realized, no, I'll just die if I do this. So I walked, and I got to the other side of the bridge, and I bought a case of beer. And I sat, like, alone in a park on a Saturday morning at, like, 10 a.m., drinking a case of beer, contemplating the many mistakes that I made. Hope that makes you feel better, Sonny.
5: What a happy show. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
1: Give it up to the bookie. Why did Sonny take the knacks? Why did he bet so much? Give it up to my bookie. .ag. Television overnight numbers are in for game two, and they're pretty big. The ABC dominated Sunday primetime with its coverage of game two, climbing 3% from game one coverage averaged a 12.7 overnight rating metered market households up from three percent from the 12.2 the first game uh,
3: earned there wasn't a lot of action on the uh, what was it just Sunday night baseball and that great great time to capitalize game one peaked
1: out at 17.4 million uh, viewers and averaged uh, 6.3 uh, rating among viewers in the 18 to 49 uh, demographic. You know, the series has been more entertaining. Uh, The games have been more entertaining than uh, people thought. I don't know. This series is pretty much going exactly the way I thought it would. Although, Golden State played really well last night. Like, you know, LeBron James is melting down. LeBron James is giving everyone dirty looks. He's getting pissed off. But, you know, the Cleveland really aren't playing that poorly.
3: They're hanging around for a while. They are. Golden State puts the hammer down. It's just
1: Golden State are that good. They are. It's just... Just, they're They're that good. They are. They're starting to click right now. You know, they... It was sort of hit or miss with the Warriors throughout this playoffs. You know, against the Pel- the Pelicans, hung with them a bit, even yep. earlier in the playoffs. They got blasted by the Pelicans once. The Rockets gave them all they could handle. Should've they could have lost to them. Game one, they could have lost. They had the J.R. Yep. Smith and George Hill missing the free throw. And still, people are still talking about J.R. Smith. And, uh, you know, no one talks about George Hill still missing a free throw. He really got lucky with that. Um, that he doesn't get crucified as much as he has for this, but now you look. Last night, the thing is, the last few games Curry's really starting to light it up. His his threes are
3: just they're stupid now. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like push back, whatever. It doesn't matter yeah. when he's he hits it, them like they're free th- throws. That's the thing. Yeah, falling away, right on. Like he he's hit some shots that are absolutely beautiful. Man, this guy when he's in the zone, he can't be stopped. That's an starting NBA starting record. Like, oh yeah, nine nine threes. NBA record nine threes in the NBA uh, Finals.
1: And some were spectacular. The thing about Curry, too, he's like the he's like the anti-LeBron. They're completely different. It's more chill. And I get it that LeBron's a great player and stuff like that. But, you know, Curry's a great player, too. And, yeah, I'm not saying that Curry's on the level of LeBron. But he's a dominant player in the NBA. Does he have his deficiencies a little bit? Yes. Uh, but he's, he's just a sick peer shooter. He's one of the best scorers in NBA history, essentially. And he's actually a nice guy. You know, like LeBron's just always just got this sort of, you know, I call myself the king and all this crap. I am king. He wears shoes. Steph Curry last night's asked after, what do, you, uh, what do you have to say that you just found out that you set the NBA? or well, he didn't know. And, you know, they told him after. You just set the NBA finals record with nine three-point shots. And all he said, he smiled. And he goes, that's a pretty cool deal. <laughs> he goes, that's pretty cool. And he smiled. Pretty cool deal. And it, there's no attitude with this guy. You know, like I said, he was joking with LeBron on the court the other day. LeBron told him to get the F out of my face. LeBron's about to snap, and I imagine that this will be, if they, you know, they're going to lose in four, maybe they lose in five, this will be sort of the wake-up call to LeBron that he is going to leave Cleveland for yeah. real. Because he knows he can't get people to go there. No one wants to go to Cleveland, number one. Number two, people don't really especially want to play with him. Like I said, it's been years. No one's lining up to run there. He had a great player in Kyrie Irving, and he, he gone. You know, he didn't get along with Kyrie. He used to scold Kyrie all the time. I'm telling you, LeBron wants to be around a bunch of yes men, but LeBron is about winning, and he knows to pass. Because honestly, most people are already putting him up there past LeBron now, anyways. Past Jordan? Uh, past Jordan now. The LeBron Jordan debate. He's like the new king. Yeah. He's made the finals eight years in a row. We're in a modern era. He's bigger. He does more different things than Jordan did. But he hasn't won. He needs to win more. He needs more championships, and he's not going to get any more championships in Cleveland.
3: He likes the fact that... Uh, he can
1: get to the finals every year can, but he can't beat these teams like, we, all by himself.
3: That's what we talked about with like certain guys with their ego and putting themselves in situations to look like a hero. He's okay. the exact same way with basketball. The way Phil is with golf, he is with basketball. Well, exactly. He doesn't want to work with with stars because when they get the credit, they get all the credit. You understand? And then when they lose, yeah. it's a great situation. goes, I play with a bunch of stars. I don't think LeBron wants to be... Yeah, exactly. You know, sp- he it's would, a perfect situation for him.
1: saying. He, hey, wouldn't mix in with the, the Warriors because he needs the ball in his hand all the time, and he wants the triple-doubles. Like, he wants to smash the stats, stats records yes. and his legacy. But I think he'll see now that the legacy is about winning. Like, he's already done everything statistically. And, yeah, you get to the finals every year with the Cavs in the East, but you're losing most of the times. I mean, this is going to be uh, – he'll be 3-5 and five now, I believe, after this. So if he, you yep. know, if he really wants to win, I think I time for a few more. I think he's going to have to play with better players. He's just going to have to come to the re- realization that he's going to have to bite the bull a little bit, not have the ball in his hands ninety eight percent of the time, and play uh, with uh, James Harden and Chris Paul. And I think that's who he's going to end up playing with. And you know what? I've I've argued this with Big men on Campus. The fact of the matter is, even the sports books do have the Philadelphia 76ers the as the favorite to land LeBron James and I don't get it I don't see why I don't think it's going to happen I personally think LeBron James will end up on the uh the Houston Rockets it just it's a perfect fit for him LeBron James has no connection to Joel Embiid no Joel Embiid is a dumb young kid like going Philadelphia are a few years away from winning Yeah, with LeBron, you know, they could win. People fall off LeBron, they could win. You could say the same thing about a lot of teams. If the Raptors got LeBron, they would win each. Here's
3: another thing. People are forgetting. Look what Boston did with kids. They get get Hayward and Kyrie Irving back next year on top of rookies that are going to get better and weren't scared. There's no guarantee with Philadelphia. Boston looks
1: dangerous. If you're LeBron James, I think it makes the the most sense. You look and you saw what happened with the Houston Rockets against the Golden State Warriors. And thinking they could have won. Seven. They, you know, they were without Chris Paul and, you know, LeBron James, Chris Paul and James Harden. I think it at least really compete for real, real for real against the Warriors. I'm not saying they would beat them, but they would have a legitimate chance of beating them. I think they would beat them. I mean, if they, they were if this they
3: close. If they were this close now, the fact that LeBron yeah, James is the there only way, the, the
1: only way you beat Golden State is you need to outscore them and you need to play yeah. defense. It's a tough like recipe to do. Houston nearly pulled it off. I know. You know, the thing is, houstons they they live by that three ball a little bit too much. They sure do. (laughs) And in the first five, six games in the series, it was was raining threes for them. And
3: when it goes cold, it goes cold. It goes cold, and you don't take it to
1: the rack. you got a problem suddenly. But that's the only way, because you talked about it. Look, Cleveland are playing well. They score. But then Curry hits the three. So, like, Golden State, you trade two for threes with them, and and then after, like, six minutes of this, you're like, man, they just went on a 12-point run. run. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they flicked the switch on you like that. The only team that can really keep up with Golden State and fire off like that is Houston. You know, but they got carried away with it. I mean, dude, they took forty-eight three-point shots in one game. Exactly, they uh, took 14 3 three-point shots
3: in one quarter. To, to your point about LeBron, too, the, the best thing he could do, you can let you can let Harden rain threes, and then the best thing about him is he can play like linebacker and go to the go to the net every time. Retsi, right? what is he? He's when he gets the ball and he puts it down, he's like a linebacker plowing through people. So if you have that type of play and you still have a couple guys, and CP3 and Harden hitting Chris, shots?
1: Chris Paul isn't a uh, shooting guard. He's a point guard. Yes. So Chris Paul would need the ball in his head. He would. All right? he needs the ball in his heads. It would be a lethal combination. It would take them like a month to figure it out. If you remember, even with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, and LeBron James. It started a little slow, then they yeah, got Yeah, people criticized. I think they were like 3-5 and five at first, and people were like laughing at them. Yeah, they were laughing for long. And then they sort of flicked the switch after about six weeks, and they were dominant. And it takes teams. Even I remember when Durant went to Golden State, same thing. It just took a couple of, you know, took about a month or so to sort of really start to get uh, clicking and figure, figure out the chemistry. But, yeah, I, I would imagine for real, real. And I know people in Cleveland don't want to hear this, but... I imagine for real, real, that LeBron James is leaving he's after not, this playoff. He's
3: not staying in Cleveland. If they go like four or five to the Golden State Warriors, he's not staying. That's the end of the line. Because it's already proven, what are you going to do? do? I'll get a bunch of more stiffs in here, but we'll give it one more kick at the can. They really haven't talked about it much.
1: It's not being discussed yeah, that, no. you know, this is it, really. But it has to be. He could end up back there again, too. That's, That's how a I possibility. See. I just doubt it. That he leaves again. He leaves again, and he ends up. Uh, I think LeBron James is gonna play another nine, eight, eight years,
3: six to eight years type thing. He looks after himself. Yeah, he's got a he's got a lot of years left in
1: him. His kid's fourteen now, I think. I believe that that's the the plan. Basically, he'll he can win some championships, hang around, and then uh, he wants to play with his kid. It'll be LeBron James and, and his ju- and Junior in the NBA and Junior. Yeah. Supposing the kid's that good, right? So he's 14 now. He'll essentially be in the NBA in four or five years,
3: and then go down. Oh, that, that's very interesting. Very interesting.
1: As far as LeBron's legacy is concerned, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, what he's uh, he's looking at. The spread's four and a half. This is the game where it's a tough one, dude. I, I thought I'm it'd talented. be a little lower. I thought Golden State would be like that's, minus two and a half. I tell
3: you something, man, I'm, you know, I get my foot down here. I think this is the one where they say, listen. It's good, news for, it's good news for business if the series extends. Everyone knows Golden State's better. Cleveland at home, the calls LeBron didn't get. It's a whole different story at home, and the fact that the line is soft tells me Cleveland will either cover in this game or win this game outright. I think it's very dangerous to take Golden State in this game, but if, they do, if Golden State wins this game, then I would I'd buy into your theory of sweep. This is the one then, game you know, where Cleveland has to... They, they the can't go down is, three to nothing. They're going to give their all this game. The thing is with Golden State this year, they didn't sweep anybody.
1: They've taken the pedal off the metal in one game yes, in each have. series. The San Antonio game, they rolled over. Pelicans. Uh, one night, they rolled over against the San Antonio. Houston the a lot. Pelicans, they got smashed one night. In the th- game three, three, when they went there, they lost by like 33 or something. True. They quit. They rolled over. It was like, holy crap. And then the next game, they smashed them back. Uh, the Rockets, they struggled. They haven't swept anybody yet. Unless, like, my memory is wrong, and they swept the Spurs, but
3: no, Spurs won a game.
1: They did because I lost. I remember I took the Warriors to sweep them, and uh, I just
3: don't. I just don't. I was
1: pissed off. They rolled over hey, on wait. the Saturday night game.
3: I, I'm not saying I'm not saying manipulated, fixed, anything like that. I'm just saying it's good for business as long as. Oh the no, the you NBA wanna, yeah, never yeah, no, manipulates yeah, anything. No, no, you got to tell me. And th- this is the one thing you could do it. Cleveland home calls, just one of those things, man. It makes it makes total sense for this thing to go a little bit deeper. I'd be uh, looking at. Uh, Taking Cleveland in the spot, plus four and a half, money line plus 170. Despite Golden yeah. State, I think, getting it done for us in this yeah. series. San
1: Antonio, you're right. They, they lost game four. four. They won game one, 113.92, 116.101, 110.97. Then they got bored. They were laying five and a half on the road. They got bored. They lost 103.90.
3: Almost the same, four and a half, five and a half. Then
1: they went back home and they won 99.91. And that's always the thing, too. Let's say Golden State wins. Let's say Golden State wins uh, tomorrow, or sorry, on Wednesday they play. Let's say they win Wednesday. Then they're up three games to none. They could easily lose the next game. They, they could. could say, you know what, they could sort of get caught thinking, well, we're up, we're about to win, and also subliminally think, you know what,
3: we'll just go back and home, win at home anyways. I was actually thinking the one thing, if they go up 3 nothing. Just to just to be that team and to show their dominance, they might go screw LeBron and Cleveland. We're gonna sweep them and embarrass them. Well, they would like, they like that too. They might take that angle too. Like they might not if play LeBron's and stop, a jerk to them. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, they can say the you thing. know what. It's about his attitude basically. If he pisses them off, they're just gonna say
1: okay. Yeah, and at least Cleveland can uh, Cleveland fans can uh, see LeBron leave. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the last the last home game.
3: <laughs> Walking in Memphis. St. Jude this week. They're in Memphis. Yeah, they're in Memphis. Uh, good, good, good tournament last week in front of the Golden Bear, man. I, I, as you told me before, Tiger Woods was lurking on the weekend. Gabe couldn't get it done on Sunday. His there's, putter let him down. There's no apologies until until we see something that's a, a little bit better. Oh yeah, Craig Martin wants the apology. No, there's no apology. And for I the like record, you, I said I like yeah, you, let Craig.
1: let him win something, Craig, and I like you too, buddy. But let him win something. And secondly, we never said that Tiger Woods would never, ever, ever, ever win again. We said to Tiger Woods, I said that he will not win a major again. I don't think he will. And I said that I think he will win one of these. He'll catch lightning in a bottle at one of these tournaments one of the weeks. He'd be better off if he played the smaller ones, like like sort of like the St. Judes. Gabe, I've
3: thought about this. Do you know where the one place he might win is and people aren't talking about? The British Open with the links. You don't have to worry about length for four rounds. U.S. Open in the PGA Championship. Older guy, longer, longer, longer. Over time, it's going to beat down your body. That's true. And he's a crafty, crafty guy. He still has every shot in the bag. Watch out. The one turn, the one time I actually might put all my bullets in the gun, Tiger at the Open Championship.
1: U.S. Open is around the corner, coming sure, up. Sure, yeah,
3: it's it's it, it Dustin
1: is. Johnson's favorite at eleven to one at Shinnecock. Uh, Rory McIlroy is also the co favorite at eleven to one. I'm done with Rory, man.
3: Uh, he actually he came back on the weekend, but
1: too little, too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spieth is fourteen to one. <laughs> Justin Thomas well. fourteen to one. Jason Very dangerous. Day. Tiger
3: Woods sixteen to one. Those odds are Not way enough. too high. Not enough. It's not not exactly. They're yeah, too but low. But I should yeah, say. Before I even consider hitting the button. You got to give me twenty-five, thirty to one. The guy hasn't a 16, even 100. won a, okay. a
1: regular tournament, and now you got him as the fourth, fifth choice to
3: win a major Richard? tournament, and that's the U.S. Open is one of the hardest tournaments to win. That's my point. And I told you on DraftKings too; he, he's always about six hundred to eight hundred dollars more than what he should be because of the name. And then, what did he finish this week? T twenty-three. He's not getting it done. He can't put four rounds together. It's like that's, a problem. that's that's
1: laughable that you can get Tommy Fleetwood at fifty to one and Tiger at uh, sixteen to one. Correct. Exactly. I mean, Tommy Fleetwood's got a better chance of winning. Yeah, right. He does. John Rahm's twenty to one. I'd rather have John Rom. Hideki Matsuyama is 28 to one.
3: Uh, disappointing weekend. He was. He's playing a little bit better this week. Cantley, 66 to one U.S. He, Open. He's got games. Pretty big odds. He's got wicked game. That guy. He just can't close the door. All right. So what are your picks, Cam? I got some wicked picks for you. I got some uh, hot picks. Hot picks, Gabe. We're going in the NHL. We're going with Washington at minus 125. Arizona in baseball. The snakes minus 110. L.A. Angels minus one and a New York Yankees game two Angels parlay. What do you got for me Moretzi on this small board? I'm going to give my picks a little bit later on, Cam. Oh, good point. We're still here for another hour. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, you can or you could give them again
1: if you wanted to do it twice. Uh, But I like the I like I like Trappiano tonight in the Angels. Yeah, You should get it done. I just don't like laying the 185. So that's a a high price. Uh, Derek Hall and listen, San Francisco burnt me. I took Philadelphia in two games in a row, and I lost, you see Jake Arietta went off and called uh, called out the defensive shifts and ripped uh, the Phillies all pissed off. Um, you yeah, know, maybe he shouldn't have gotten hit as hard as he did either there, Jake. Um, but um, So I'm tired of losing on San Francisco. San Francisco are playing pretty good baseball. They're hot right now. Baseball is such a streaky sport, even though they have a lot of injuries. With all that being stated, I think with Godley on the hill tonight, San Francisco in uh, Arizona against Derrick Holland. I like Arizona. Me too. And uh, my boy Julio Tehran, Columbia's finest, on the road tonight in San Diego. Told you, the Padres are no joke anymore, though, man. They got some good young talent on that team. They're okay, but it can't hit. They have some decent pitchers. Clayton Richards, not one of them. God knows in this Yankee game, who's not going to be in the lineup and who is. Cam, we'll see you tomorrow with the Ice Cream shot. You got it, buddy.